forever. Dog. Three massive dogs, all scared and yellow, stuck in the past. They're stunted fellows, two hours of talk, mixed with some dick pill ads, and then voila! It's a podcast! Why, hello! Today we're talking about a beloved ride with a new friend. Can he imagine two? Of course he can, Jason. His name is Derek Waters. And today on Podcast the Ride, we're all going to discuss the original 1983 Journey into Imagination. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a podcast about theme parks with two hosts who love their children but also kind of wish they were little purple dragons. I'm Scott Gardner. There's Mike Carlson. Uh, yeah. Why did you say it out loud? <laughs> that's the only thing. Now that's going to be recorded been, yeah. and will be played in a therapist's office. I've been feeling that from you. for That's been the unspoken thing. Ever since. Of course, parenting is great. But oh, how's it being a dad? And you're, I'm like, it's good. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it's good. It's but, nice. No, it's not. You know, nothing surprising. Nothing, yeah, you know, it's just yeah, babies. They're they they are what they are. They can't make things appear <laughs> with with a wink or a smile. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They didn't come out the gate sounding like sixty uh, year old men. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Uh, Jason Sheridan. Hi. Hi. Unfortunately, um, you'll have to settle for me. I'm the closest <laughs> thing to a whimsical childlike purple dragon. The, the imp of the show. The, yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's fine. That's I don't know how we haven't made you do that costume anywhere. Um, oh yeah. That's, that's, that'll be to come. Oh sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Really. Um, okay. Well, file that away for for later. Um, Guys, it's a big one. We're at a big one here. This is a big. I was about to Heavy. say this no. is a big one. Yes, yeah. yeah. That we've been like not ki- not actively kicking down the curb, but you know, uh, th- these it's it's special bottles. You want to open them when it's special. This is like my bottle of Scotty Pippen's Digits Bourbon <laughs> that I haven't opened yet. That's right. You still. <laughs> it's not so open yet. I, I keep saying I'm gonna open it, but I haven't. It's still sitting on the shelves. Scotty Pippen's like personal, uh, not personal. Well, it is. Yes, yeah, his his brand of. Uh, Whiskey, basically. Private label. Yeah. Privately, uh, digits. It's got his hand on. Do you have it. any sense of like is digits well reviewed? Are you even? I have be not like, heard. Is, a is thing it a good bottle? Outside of like a three month period where Scottie Pippen was promoting it heavily, I have not heard a thing about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if they're still making it. I don't know what's going on. I've much more recently seen him promoting a popcorn that he doesn't own. I believe like he. It's not his like Scotty's popcorn or anything. Oh. But I have not seen any more digits. But he could be stuff. making more money endorsement wise than as a an invest. That might maybe I don't there's know. weird expenses that cut into. Yeah, that. I don't know anything about his deals. Maybe but digits is dead to him. Yeah, I do think maybe he did a grocery store signing of digits in the last year. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> but that was maybe the last time I like consciously clocked a, a, a digits. That's mentioned. in Chicago, then. I think it was here actually. Was he? Oh my he god! Was what were you doing? Uh, did you find you find out after the fact? I think my daughter was maybe like very like two weeks old or something, <laughs> and it was not an appropriate time to go drive to like Thousand Oaks or something. More kid complaints. They're not dragons. They're they not... get in the way of your digit signings. I guess if she could have met Scotty Pippen, that would have been pretty cool though. Oh yeah, 
yeah. Imagine her size, a, a newborn baby next to in his digits. Oh, wow. Yeah. That yeah. is pretty good. That'd be incredible scale. Mm-hmm. Any any fully grown person, but Scotty Pippen yeah, yeah. especially. Tall guy. Uh, um, okay, let's let's not distract anymore from let's let's say the words. Let's say what we're doing. It's journey into imagination. Mm-hmm. The classic, yeah. the beloved original Epcot Dark Ride that ran from 1983 to 1998. Uh, and we have arrived at this juncture due to a new friend on the show who I'm so excited is here. Uh, his imagination helped him <laughs> create and oh, yeah. and host the smash hit Comedy Central series Drunk History. Uh, a writer, director, actor, a good man, a theme park fan, Derek Waters is here. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited. This is such a dream come true. Oh, this is man. A dream, dream come yeah. true. Yeah. Oh, Just one little spark. Oh. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you so One little much. spark you from you saying, can I do this? And I, uh, nobody's, I don't know if anybody's, or we've like, either you're the first who's actually called Journey into Imagination, or it's been in other people's emails, and we've been like, I don't know if we're ready. No, we're not ready. <laughs> I'm it's not possible. sure. Somebody probably has mentioned it, but I can't. I can't remember. I think I've blocked it out of my memory. Yeah, maybe. But we're Somebody. opening this bottle of digits for you. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, to be part of these digits mm-hmm. and it's uh, important. Yeah, do a signing at a grocery store. I've never heard a <laughs> signing at a grocery store, but uh, all the guys are doing. Mark Wahlberg is signing really? his, his liquor at a grocery <laughs> store. Cranston and Paul, they go to the grocery stores. They sign. Yeah, it makes sense. That's where you buy it. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes <laughs> in sense. some states, right. yeah, in some states, right? Yeah. So um, no, but this is such a dream. I'm true. I love the show. I love you guys, and uh, yeah, I'm very you. excited to journey with you guys. Oh boy! Not into your imagination. Uh, <laughs> into- well, we could. We'll see. I've we'll already see. brought we'll up Scotty Pippen. Pippen. We'll so. see where it goes. Now that the spark's been lit, yeah. uh, I mean, I like. I think we got to go into into your imagination a little bit, or at least your at least your your interest and fascinations, uh, because as as we've gotten to know each other over the last year, which has been great. Uh, I think a, a a real a bonding point and a reason why I feel like mutual friends were like you guys gotta talk because big theme park person yeah feel free anything else anything within general theme yeah. park you want to shout out and talk oh, about you. feel free but there's specifically the thing of like kind of what this ride is which is 80s animatronic fever dreams yeah and there's. A specific thing that when we first talked, you stumped me with, and I'm curious if it will stump the listener, um, but I wanted to give you a little bit of a platform to talk about uh, your, even, there's there's Figment, our 80s animatronic friend, but then you had a really specific one where you grew up, if you want to talk about uh, him and that a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. I had one growing. Oh, you mean the one I still have? The I I mean the oh I I'm talking about the Baltimore specific animatronic location that oh, you were passionate oh, yeah. about. The animatronic. Yeah. So I remember I went to Disney World um, maybe in like 2018. Yeah. Mm. And I I just had this this animatronic memory. I was like, I remember this old guy captain andy like but i was like what was that place and uh my mom said oh it was only around for like three years but i had such a fascination of of this place and as as i researched and found out there were only three there was one in baltimore there was one 
in um, Seattle and one in California, which I don't know where it was. But there what, might have been more than one. I saw, Lake, saw more Lakewood than... and Whittier, kind of like odd, nondescript South Bay OC kind of wow. cities had them. Yeah, I think. so I, I would love if a listener knows about this because so I felt I was writing a show about with animatronics and I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I feel like Captain Andy is like leading me somewhere. He was this old dog that played the banjo. He had a band come out with him and like this beautiful stage. I mean, beautiful stage. And, um, Mike, Mike and Jason, by the way, and listeners look up photos of this place. If, if you wish, because just to get the vibe, Captain Andy's river town. Right. Exactly. Is the full, is the full name. That, that's, yeah. that's the establishment. Cause yeah. it's this like, it is so precisely what all of us want and chase, but it just right. there wasn't enough of them to uh, for tons of people to know about it. Yeah, so I was thinking, you know, I want to do a show that has these animatronics in the style of Captain Andy, and so I found this place. Um, is it Gardner Belt down in um, Redlands? Gardner Gardner, uh, Gardner Holes. Gardner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went down there, and they gave me a tour. Oh. And the guy goes, I don't know if I ever told you this. Uh, he goes, um, we're thinking about making an old, like, Hall of Fame of, like, oh, oh. animatronics. Um, and have you guys ever heard of Captain Andy's Rivertown? And I just said, shut up. He goes, yeah, not a lot of people have. And he goes, <laughs> that, that's Captain Andy from Baltimore. Whoa. And so I'm looking at this very old, <laughs> crooked one-eyed dog would still like with the hat on and it was i like almost cried like looking at this most beautiful thing that i was like this this machine gave me such joy as a mm. kid and just like looking at it and um so you can edit some of this stuff out sorry but so i was <laughs> i was really excited emotion about an animatronic will never <laughs> be cut from the show <laughs> <laughs> I might, yeah, well, I've also learned why I cried, too. Uh, not in general, but about animatronics. But uh, I got home, and I was like, I don't know where this idea is going, but it's going somewhere, and Captain Annie's leaving me. So I I found the blueprint of the original layout of the stage and I online, and the guy says, hey, when, you, when this comes to your house, will you, do you mind calling me? And I said, oh, not at all. And so I called him and I said, Hey, thank you so much. It arrived. It's beautiful. It was like all the like blueprints of the act, the original mm. Captain Andy. And I, I told him briefly what I've said to you that I was like writing something that really felt like he was inspiring me. And he goes, I just want to know him. What was this? And I go, wait, did you sold me something you don't know? And he goes, yeah, the guy who created this, um, just passed away. And, <laughs> I am a huge Jaws fan, and I buy everything Jaws. And he designed the ride of Jaws. Oh, my God. Wow. And his family just gave me all his belongings that they didn't know what to do with. So when you bought this a day after I put it online, I just thought I should give you a call. And then I told him a little more how much that meant to me. He goes, you know what? I have something that... I think only you would like, and I'll send it to you for free. And like a week later, I get the script of Captain Annie's Rivertown. It says, Whoa. creator's notes, do not lose. And it has all of the like signals for what the animatronics should be doing during which song. And it was, I was just, 
so touched by that. Like it really moved me of like, that was really nice. And, uh, I don't know. I, I believe in like that thing when I, when ideas start sparking, I'm not trying to be funny, but <laughs> that you get signs like, all right, this is the, the odds of that happening are just insane to, to connect with this guy, him not even knowing what he had, the guy who just passed away. Wow. Um, when he just put it up like the day before you bought it, basically? Uh, I, and and that was a just a coincidence because I just, after going to Redland, I was right. like, oh, I'm going to look up Captain Andy stuff. That's a, yeah, the coincidence but, of yeah. that is, is nuts. God, that's I gave you a wallet. I have a wallet. Yeah, I yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Shit, it's on the mantle still. It's awesome. And you look, it's just like such a, like, the, like, Captain Andy himself, his design, it feels like very classic. If it, or not even classic, it feels specifically like kind of eighties Disney design or Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese design or Rock of Fire. Uh, um, yes, and all the font before. is perfect. It's just yeah. this whole this whole package is like well, how has this eluded me? I purely because I didn't grow up with it. You're, and you're if lucky you look you at the dogs in there, I don't know if you have it, but I'll send you guys a picture. Maybe you can put it on your site. But of the dogs, you see a lot of it. I believe he was a Imagineer briefly. The dogs' ears. And a lot of their faces remind me of America Sings. Big time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. not sure. I feel like one was probably going after the other. You know how those things yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Influence. Probably. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's that, that like. Because I also 70s, know they're like critter. singing Dixie songs. So I do want to let your audience know. Like, <laughs> oh, there okay, are okay. things they're that. They're usually. Right. They yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, we've I run do into wanna... that plenty. Yes, you know, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky they're... Figment doesn't. <laughs> right, right, we are, we are, yeah. Uh, let yeah. me ask, because your your passion for Captain Andy, and then we're talking about Journey into Imagination, since you mentioned Baltimore, d- did you ever see Six Flags Power Plant? Do you know what that is? I do. Yeah. And my mom, <laughs> oh, it's so real. She goes, I remember when that was up, but we didn't want to go downtown. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but I rem- I'm like I'm pretty sure my grandmother took me. Uh, I'm embarrassed. I just admitted that. But it's funny because I recently was talking about that with someone, and I I think that's like I was born in '79. I think that comes out like '83, '87. I, I yeah. I'm not positive. It's a very short amount. Of time. Yeah, my family. Did a number of long weekend trips to the Inner Harbor, but yeah. at that point it was a Barnes and Noble and Hard Rock Cafe. Right, yes, in the so, ESPN zone. Yeah, yeah, an ESPN zone, and then this giant aquariums next to it, and there there are some shopping malls, which of course at this point in the 2020s are dying. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Now those are yeah. Now you're pining for those, but yeah, yes. oh, yeah. That there was this like magical that place. We still got to do that, an episode about that. That that like. Like a completely original IP, no other park like that. This weird indoor converted power plant or industrial zone. That's that like was a a really singular, kind of like a carnival, theme, right? Like a yeah, kind of like they were trying a lot of different stuff. They had like leeway to try a lot of different things, and like little bits and bobs would end up in like the Adventurers Club down the road at Pleasure Island. You know, um, or or the technology would show up elsewhere, right. but it was just kind of like Epcot Center in uh, in general, where it's like, well, it's something kind of new. It's kind of a World's Fair. It's kind of 
an exhibition. It's not exactly a theme park. So kind of quickly, I I think on a really short-term basis with Power Plant, they're like, we don't know what to do with this. It's not making money. We got to close it. precedent for it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, That was a weird Disney quote. These indoor theme parks are just always a tough tough game, especially if they aren't like super ride-oriented. But anyway, I, I... Captain Andy Wise, listeners, if you this, I, I was saying before we we did this, Derek, like if you talk about this on the show, ninety eight percent of listeners won't know what it is, but two percent are listening and they're like buzzing, like he knows that. Wait, I've never heard that reference anywhere. Yeah. So if you have listeners, yes, if you have please. any Captain Andy info, extra stuff, and then maybe, maybe we could dive in deeper down the road. Although it seems like Derek, you were. By default, you have now become like the like the keeper of the legend mm-hmm. of Captain Andy. You have like you're, you I have, have a lot of most... tokens. I will give you guys tokens. Oh wow! Uh, wow. Sick. <laughs> yes. Um, but I also remember learning that what happened was they spent so much money on the facility. Like I don't have the exact measurements, but there was a very big facility, like with food, mini golf, and um, and then the show. But they didn't put any money into employees that understood animatronics. Mm. Oh, crap. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't have that show, they're yeah. just eating pizza and uh, miniature golf. So mm-hmm. I think that's, they just didn't. Um, there's a clip, I'm sure you probably saw it, and I thought, oh, that's the line, the selling point. Um when it came to Baltimore, the guy, it's a news uh, reel, and the oh, guy yeah. goes, yeah, we want to bring a theme park to your neighborhood. Like that was what their like goal was, which so is many, these so many wonderful people were trying to do this in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> yeah, and all these various it's what they what everybody was trying to do. Everyone and wanted just, one, yeah, around the corner, like a little show on the corner. But do you think I've as I'm getting older, I'm like I always forget, and I'm gonna convert this to what we're talking about. Is out here doing this business, and I'm like, oh, there are people that didn't uh, want to achieve this for passion. There are people that wanted to do this for the business, and that frightens me. And I'm like, this might be similar to that where this guy looked at Disney or some show that he was like, you know what, I could make a fortune, you know, with with this. And it's like, no, you didn't think about it. You got to take your time and go like, all right, if you're going to have, and I believe it's close to 15 to 17 animatronics like on stage oh like God. you wow. should wow. invest in knowing how to fix them <laughs> if they, <laughs> yeah. if they one, were go, one guy with a wrench would be good to yeah it's like they got the right people to to build it all and then just the, right and never no plan for upkeep and then did you see in london is where they have a captain andy yeah still, they like, landed in, the ba- in yeah. yeah somewhere called watermouth castle that it is the place amazing. where you can so hmm. it's still there so you just, can still see him perform yeah. It's just him and I think like a couple side characters who are in like creepy glass like they're in they're in <laughs> fish tanks. Yeah. They, they aren't in there like the the they aren't in the set that you have the blueprints for. Right. They're, yeah. they're, they're trapped. Like oh, the guard wow. like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, I mentioned collectors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh um I wonderful thing. But isn't that always I think the push and pull it, and with with Disney too to this day is like there's always they're they're like have to be the crass people who just want to make a lot of money but if that can empower artists to do something really right. heartfelt uh then right. that's that's cool. that's all that matters so is the inspiration and uh with animatronics i think and it goes in with figments like as i was looking at this you know 
demented Captain Andy that they were trying to restore. The real, the the I think my favorite thing of animatronics is this inanimate object just made me feel. Mm. Yeah, wow. it's it's actually like I think I don't the word dumb is very lazy, but it kind of works. And it's like it's like this stupid <laughs> machine is making like I don't know like when uh like. Uh, the country bears sing like a beach boy song like i always will find that funny like it's not real and i think when you're a kid everyone has that memory of like mom that is that real is that real like trying to figure out if something is real or not i think that's one of our first like discoveries as children and uh with them you're like i still don't know when i watch like a really cool animatronic i'm like i i think I believe they're real. <laughs> they're still a well, part of you. Well, you I don't know. I don't know. But then I watch Rocket Fire Explosion, and I'm just like, oh, man, this makes me so happy. I'm When I first moved here, there they were selling one of the sets, and it was like- The full Rocket Fire? Whoa. Yeah. I believe like uh, it was a good amount of money. And uh, my dad has a tire supply store in Baltimore. I was like, Dad, if I I lived in an apartment with no money, I was like, Dad, if I if I could afford this, could I keep it in your warehouse? He's like, You've lost your mind. I was like, Dad, but just imagine being depressed, and then going outside and watching a gorilla play the drums to Led Zeppelin. Like that would just be so awesome. <laughs> he would get still feel the same way. It's the only mm-hmm. thing where this is the only area where like I I don't think that that belongings can give you happiness except for this kind of stuff. It's yes. the only which I would one? never not laugh at that. They would never get like ah oh, I used to find animatronics funny. Like there's never I'm never going to say that. And there no, no, no. This is not this is not my animatronic phase from 0 to 44. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. 45 is typically the cutoff. Yeah. Scientifically, that's when the animatronic part of the brain fizzes out. Um I yeah, God, absolutely. And I don't I don't know if you know the extent to which like you know your, your rotting Captain Andy just reminds me of listeners certainly know this, but like um, there, there's the listeners, and we all have a lot of affinity for this character, Botanicus, who is from the ET adventure, the ET yeah, ride university, yeah. ET's teacher, mm-hmm. and like the whole, all the rides, great, all the rides there were great. Of all the things. Plenty. There's plenty of successful things at Universal Studios, but there's something so special about Botanicus specifically, yeah. and, which, and this will tie into Figment, just that like, and it's a character you can only meet in this specific place or these two specific mm-hmm. places. And when I got a job as a Universal tour guide, one of the first days I saw the rotting corpse of Botanicus sitting backstage, like around at a corner unquestionably that is what the, I recognized it in an instant just without the skin it is so obviously and he's got his big staff and his, his like orb and just with the feelings the feelings I got about it and just what that did to me and then that it it literally helped my wife and I get together uh, because she came to take my tour and I broke the rules of the park so that I was like, oh I just, I want to show you something. <laughs> and I, I didn't know she had the same I affinity and she almost you the world. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah, wow. Yeah. Shining. I didn't even know this, where, this was going to be my wife. She was a friend I knew. And then like, well, she was either never going to talk to you again or marry you. 
Yeah, there really a thousand was, percent. No. Yes, and that's the botanicus they, test. They better shoot your shot like, yeah. because <laughs> it's like flipping a coin. You know, you're getting one yeah. or two options. Yeah, you know, full but throttle. So, but so many. But then, like some of the most important relationships, that one, and then botanicus completely is what brought Mike and I together, which is then yeah. what brought us together with Jason and like. Wow. So there's there are there is particular magic I think to. I'm just so happy to learn about yours that you you've had it for Captain Andy. We've had it for Botanicus, I, and I think probably a lot of people listening have it for Figment. There's like, so many like just visually like I have a wall of toys, and mm-hmm. if you saw what this wall looked like, you would think I was something's wrong. This guy's I would too I, many. We wouldn't. That's fair. Most people, <laughs> normal people, would come in and say, "Uh oh." Yeah. There's something wrong. I, I didn't until we started doing the Zoom episodes, and I was like, God, that is a lot of toys. That's yeah, no, I, it's too many. It's too many. But here's the problem is that what you're describing is what I feel when I see these. And these are perfect recreations of things that that hit me when I was five, six, seven years old. Tell me what what, what I said that reminds you of that. What? You were talking about how how happy the animatronic makes you. Yeah. And in, in a similar way, I was just, I find that like literally I can feel, I almost can feel it in a practical way in my mind of like I'm looking at this thing that I saw when I was a kid and it is just giving me this joy. Mm-hmm. And, and you can like, I can go in there and just get a hit of it. <laughs> like I can right. go in the office, literally get a hit of the toy, put like move them around a little bit and then leave and I go, I feel a little bit better. <laughs> You like, don't need so to pick a favorite, but if can you get at least who's in the top five? Just name. Told, just well, name. I have Billy Bob from the Rock of Fire Explosion. I have a Billy Bob that's like I actually have two. Of, I have one and there's one smaller one. The head, but no, no, just the. Uh, I, well, the a, head's a recreation. Can, it's a recreation. That's how tall? Toy. What's I have scale? one that's like almost probably ten inches, and then there's one wow. that's still in the box. It's like four. I don't know if they're making and any more. And you went to Party Time Pizza. I never. Well, I never saw Billy Bob live, but I, I never got to see the Rock of Fire live. Those but, regrets, wow. you know. Like, I never I saw was, Bowie, and I never saw Bowie. Never <laughs> saw, I never saw Paul Simon before he retired. I never saw Billy Bob. He retired. I'm, I'm hearing this for the first time right now. Rock uh, Paul of Fire. Simon retired. I didn't know Paul Simon retired. last night. I chose Rock of Fire instead of Tom Petty. <laughs> I saw Petty second to last night. And you then he his? died. I saw Tom oh, wow. Petty second to last night, or before the last concert, and I saw Mike Nesmith from the Monkees last concert. Wow. That was the literal last concert. Literal last concert. You shouldn't tell someone that story when they play a concert. <laughs> if I'm like hey, backstage, so you know, hey, why don't I let you know? Everyone dies when hey, I Hey, I'm the angel of death. Want to see my so excited. To, so excited. <laughs> Young person. Oh, uh, yeah, we deal with it. We have a curse. Yeah. There's the PTR curse. We kill a lot of people but, uh, by bringing them up. I think we all have to defend it. And I just want to say it. I'm probably always comes up, but just to say, it's like we only are here for a little while. Let's get the thing. We there are they are material things, but if it brings you joy, and clearly something happened in our childhood that wasn't working, but that helped us. <laughs> sure, yeah. that that yeah. was yeah. a helping pill. That was a mechanism that that reminds us that things are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Surround yeah. yourself with things that remind you things are okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. God, that's beautiful. That I, beautiful. Bought, I say uh, that on every date. <laughs> <laughs> that's your line. Like, yeah, that's but you still have a figment. Do. Okay. I uh, in the last week, I have uh, purchased multiple secondhand Planet Hollywood t-shirts. Damn! Oh, you've <laughs> so, been keeping that from us. What is it that drives you there? Um, it was I probably the the similar to figment. I'm associating happy times with family. Uh, uh, going to those places, be them uh, Orlando or the Atlantic City Boardwalk, the real uh, hot spot of Hollywood. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it always just felt like an event. 
Yeah. And, and you think also because it's gone, there's also that drive. It's gone, but it's also kind of hanging again, much like Figment, it's kinda hanging they still on. Have? There's still a little I there's didn't know one that. or two Planet Hollywoods hanging on there's out there. There's a few trick yeah, yeah. One yeah. one by one they're going and some a lot of them have been remodeled, so they aren't all the like nineties velvet uh, a zebra pattern nightmare that that they were, but right. there's as if there's a few, there's a few hanging mm-hmm. in there. When it opened in Baltimore, my parents dropped me off at like noon, and I stayed because I wanted to get a good seat for like Bruce Willis playing the harmonica. You know, like oh, yeah. I wanted to. You be went to that. You went the to opening an opening of Baltimore. Oh Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and I took pictures on my probably disposable camera. Oh, there you go. Yeah, wow. But I I love playing how. Also, it's like the world that we love and a restaurant like. It was a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it, um, you know, especially in the late 80s, early 90s, they were, everyone was so good at selling the idea of Hollywood, be it MGM Studios or Planet Hollywood, like the magic of the movies. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. I think it's something that is not conveyed nearly as well today, but it like yeah, anything of that nature just like electrified me at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will. We will. We, I will enforce going to Journey after this. But the you, do we all know about the the Planet Hollywood like temporary auction gallery that's happening? Mm, yes. As the as no. this airs, I believe this will be open and listeners too. This is in Beverly Hills. I don't know what what the deal is exactly, and if it's the real stuff or if it's recreations. But I think this is going to be this gallery. <laughs> I'm going to tempt you, Derek, with things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh boy. I, I think it's it'll be a place where you can like go see. Stallone in the Demolition Man tube and yeah. like uh, uh, you know whatever. What do you mean go see him? Um, the, the like what a recreation? He'll thing do you're it. About. Uh, uh, no, I mean he's not there live. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's a thing that all the Planet Hollywoods had, which was a, a, like a, a, a Stallone like a, curled up into a like ball. a naked man. Like how they for, yes, a naked Stallone. I don't um, remember that. Wow. They, they almost all you could like eat under it. It would be hanging up above you. Yeah. <laughs> and your multiple might be exa- they obviously made multiple for many locations. Yeah. But wow. basically there's going to be there's this gallery in Beverly Hills apparently it's that where they're selling all this planet Hollywood stuff. Um and I don't know the deal with it yet. Man, by the time this comes out I may have tried to go. I'm not totally yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure it out, but like in hopefully it is my hope that this will be like a temporary pop-up planet Hollywood to go walk around. Yeah, that sounds like really. That's a good yeah. time. Now I'll the jacket the though, time. I really that that jacket was so cool. And you've got two yeah, of them? Awesome. Uh I got a couple t-shirts and a, a sweatshirt. Oh sorry, I thought so those are, I'm sure no, I'm my sure dad has this jacket. jacket. It's in the will, probably. <laughs> it's the heirloom <laughs> the in the want. will. I, we were talking about it a while ago, and he's like, well, I lost some weight recently, so I fit in it again. <laughs> so mm. like, all right, fair enough. Because right. oh, you were right. asking about it. Huh? You were you wanted to get it before eating well. No. Keep uh, <laughs> yes. I keep he's up? lost yeah. weight. I've gained weight, so now it's like well, at least someone's wearing it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll land where it's meant to land. Um, okay, let's start getting there. Because though I loved all of that, and, and it's it's a perfect like texture to put into what Sorry, we're talking Scott, about. My last thing is I just no yeah yeah it. oh please. Planet Hollywood. I went when I was seventeen. 18 and auditioned for uh the real world in baltimore oh wow <laughs> but i was wow. like now i look back i'm like i don't think there ever was a real world baltimore like <laughs> i think i got conned like 
to do what? They just wanted to. Did you just have to take your shirt off? But or I'm like, to li- I man, oh shit, that might be where Figment comes in to save me <laughs> from dark right, energy. Right. I just remembered. That. They did DC. Would that have mm. been for maybe they were gonna that move would make it? Sense. Uh, um, that's wild. I also, I mean, I just look the rest of the. We could do an hour, but I want to know about your Bruce Willis and the Accelerators concert. But okay, <laughs> because this is an important one, let's make sure that we do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, Journey. Into Imagination opens March 5th, 1983. Uh, uh, Cliff Notes version in case, because this is now, it's been gone for a long time. And there's this current thing that happens to have the same title and the same character, but that's not what we're dealing with today. Here's the rules. It can come up. We can talk about it, but we're talking about the good one, the pure one that fits with the vibe we've had so far. It is a dark ride that celebrates imagination and explores where ideas come from via hijinks with a whimsical professor type named Dreamfinder and a literal figment of his imagination, a dragon named Figment. Just to say, the little cliff notes... Hmm. Of it, um, not an opening day Epcot attraction. It was a little bit late, but uh, uh, in that first year, and we'll talk about the specific stuff in this and the history of it. But I ask you now, Derek, why emotionally, of all the things you could have picked, why Journey into Imagination? It, it's the first ride, or I would say first event. I remember being with my family. And feeling like I was somewhere else, whatever that does. But I remember the music. I remember his face. And they had, um, you know, a dream finder and a figment walking around the park and getting your picture taken. Mm -hmm. That was actually this hand, that figment. Oh, yes, your pants. Well, yeah, where he was like, yeah, the the dream finder has to be puppeteering and he's got like a fake arm bed to hold Mm -hmm. figment. Incredible. But I think there also is like almost like a Sesame Street feeling, like where we're being entertained, but we're also being educated. When I was like, yeah, this, again, I'm six or seven, but I still think the brain registers like, oh, yeah, imagination is the coolest thing that we have the capability of doing and there's a ride and there's this guy flying like it really felt like you were flying and i i like puff the magic dragon and mm. i he reminded me mm-hmm. of puff oh sure you know sure yeah not just the dragon qualities but um <laughs> and then you go back and you're like oh and it probably was because when we all got off the ride i saw my family happy let's be honest it probably was that <laughs> whoa uh, <Man>. that, <laughs> yeah yeah i i never hide that barrier of like yeah you're not 44 and you still like a purple dinosaur because like it's cool it did something and i i i, I love hard that to make it fully opposed to just like clinically i've this is a cool thing to, yeah there's got to be an emotional pull. yeah but also it's not like no offense to small world like there's like actual like art that went into it like it's very like uh you know, when you're a kid, you're just seeing colors and stuff, and then you watch this as an adult, and you're like, man, they were really, like, educating you on, like, your brain, a dream finder that goes around and collects things that inspire your dreams. Note, musical notes, mm-hmm. ideas, like, that, like, colors, and I don't know, I just think whether you know it as a kid that that shapes you of going, okay, I don't have to, like, work in business. Yeah, sure. I yeah. don't have an imagination. Do you feel, and, do you feel like you can trace like a, a creative career back to like this and things like this? I think yeah. I think without knowing it was just like oh yeah, this is when I feel good. This is where I feel like oh I'm escaping whatever I'm in and getting this 
great joy. And yeah, yeah I th- also the music of this was so good, the Sherman Brothers. And then, um, all right, we can't talk about the other one, but it was twelve minute ride. No, yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's I, I think it's it's just part of it at this point. This like uh, that there was this like uh, crazy, ambitious, experimental, borderline psychedelic kind of ride yeah. and then ever since there's been this strange it's, impression of one it's a short it's, yeah they cut it in half yeah who would lengthwise yeah. i'd so bizarre and that, that was one of the goals evidently it was to like i don't know 12 minutes is a little long and now you're like who is now in the age of rise of the resistance you're like who is complaining about a long Nobody. ride that's so no. weird yeah mm-hmm. um i also think when you have a stuffed down you know like i didn't live in florida i lived in maryland so i probably rode the ride twice yeah, yeah. Between 83 and 98. Yeah, probably. But you have this, like, figment stuffed animal. It, like, pulls you back there. Or yeah, I, I love I love the ride. And the leaping, I think they were called leaping frog fountains. They're still there, right? They are still there. Yeah. yeah my I was showing them to my girlfriend back in, like, November. And we're immediately, like, giggling, like, chill, like try, I was like, no, you got to, if you catch it, you can get soaking wet. Like, it was so hot <laughs> yeah. that day. And I was like, you you figure out where it goes, and you you put your hand up to block it, yeah. and then people are walking by, giggling with us. <laughs> and I was like, well, the fountains still work. The yeah, fountains yeah, still yeah. do yes. what they're designed to do. The exterior last night, I was like thinking, uh, I was like, oh, I want to bring this up and see what you guys think. But now I feel different because you brought up uh, the aquarium. That I was like, you know what? If you look at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the design oh, of yeah. Rock and Roll Hall Whoa. of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I Whoa. was like, is that uh-huh. the inspiration to their architecture? And I couldn't find any. But then when you said uh, the aquarium in Baltimore, they both have a similar glass. Uh, yeah, the Pure glass. Kind of yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. God, that's what year true. is the Rock and Roll? Did you look at uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is ninety seven. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. Well, sometimes one little spark happens yeah. when you see a building and it <laughs> sparks the mind to make the same building, but slightly different. <laughs> there was so much um, in the air back then or like unbuilt, unrealized projects. Like a lot of the video essays about Journey, of course, touch on the unbuilt Discovery Bay at Disneyland. Right. The original version of the Land Pavilion, which was going to have gigantic crystals. Yeah, that yeah. is that that design is really cool. Yeah, yeah. listeners, if you've never seen that, the, the Tony's been trying in. to put like big crystals in Disney forever. That's a big thing too. In addition to just Jules Verne shit, it's like big crystals is definitely yeah. something that comes up a lot. I never knew that. I it guess just so. like and like I, I it also appears in other stuff like even just like art from like Lucas Port, huh. which is going to be like the George Lucas overlay or yeah whatever redo of Tomorrowland. It's very crystally and these oh, big yeah, buildings. Right. I don't know if that's specifically which was Tony which also or not, might but, have, there might have been something like that in Westcott too. Yes, for sure. Yeah, this idea just moved from a big indoor atrium that was very crystally. Yeah, which like. It's great. It landed where it did because you know I'm I'm recalling. I feel like. But at this point, we're getting close to having covered, like, all the big original Epcot stuff. Yeah. And one of the last ones we did, I don't remember if it was, or maybe it was when we talked about Horizons. I feel like I, at some point, declared, this is my favorite looking. Maybe I said Horizons was my favorite Mm. of the big, austere, original Epcot buildings. Why did I not say Journey into Imagination? Of course, it's this, right? Isn't it? Just, like, architecturally? uh, Aesthetically pleasing. It feels Mm future-proofed. 
Like yes. I do think it doesn't feel like an out of. It's work. like kind of forever eighties, but forever future. That thing, yeah. that, you know, uh, is certainly the vibe I I want. Um, yeah, it do, it doesn't feel dated in a way. Even like you know, like th- that land building is like a little unfriendly. I think it's cool. I think all I look. I love all of the big like blocky Epcot. Buildings, yeah, but, but a lot of journeys. early Epcot was like, I hope you like brutalism. Because yes. <laughs> it's going to be some metal and some brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I did, and I do. And then I'm like, uh, any time I see that in Warner's Center in Woodland Hills or wherever, I'm like, ooh, it's like Epcot. But this, I don't know, Journey, this building's aged so well. The thing Journey is going for is that it feels uh, uh, it feels very much of like a, a sister to Spaceship Earth to me because mm-hmm. of the like, mm-hmm. whatever, like. There's some whimsy triangles. in the architecture, uh, uh, so it does feel like it's built from the same like material or yeah. something. And Horizons yeah. feels different. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess I do. I think Journey. Yeah, I guess you're you're probably right. I don't mean to dictate. No, that. but I, I like just, Horizons I just, a lot I, too. I, if I had ever said this one was the best, unless is the best Spaceship Earth, does that count? Well, if that counts, then it, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a leaning <laughs> favorite Epcot building? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I mean, yeah, Journey. The other thing I was to say is like you. Also, now when you get older and you get off a ride and there's like, you know, the toys to buy, but like with Figment, you went into like, you know, the image works, like you were kind of, you now like learned something on the ride that you got to like do it. So it was almost like its own separate park. Like you had Mm -hmm. got to do what Figment taught you in that rainbow corridor that you walked through. Like that was just... It's just magical, and that's what all we love of Disney and stuff, and it just felt like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I'll forever love it. And Figment's funny. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you want to you talk characters a little bit. Let's just, like, and, and we can go, look, we'll do a little Dream Finder, too, but let's make sure we devote enough time to just, like, we've not really had just a big talk about Figment on the show. <laughs> we have not had a big talk. Yeah. We, <laughs> haven't had, talk. we haven't had the talk about Figment. <laughs> that will be yeah. my the talk with yeah. my son. Yeah. You should know there is a purple dragon, and he's wonderful. Um yeah. Oh my God. Figment's great. I don't know if this is going to be the most intellectual talk, but no. Figment is wonderful. Visually um, appealing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kind of a kin- great shade. Well, a so great, much. A great, but any purple is going to be good, but I love that. That like that, the very eighties. I feel like the building they did some of in that color too. That kind of like that, light periwinkle purple. Oh yeah. Great purple. That's I really like, especially being like having all these toys of like stuff from when, when I was a kid. Like just visually speak, like Dreamfinder Figment. Just perfectly like like uh, uh, appealing to a child, like just the, yeah, from the colors to yeah. just the juxtaposition of the two characters, like almost that, like over anything else. The ride probably could have been half as good, but just those two characters, seeing them as a kid, to me at least, it was like, oh yeah, like I like these guys, like yeah, immediately like very these guys. Good. Yeah. Do you know why Figment was uh, red and yellow? His outfit, well, his uh, little sweater. Yeah. Yeah, uh, wait, yeah, but yes, go ahead. I did find that. You did? Yeah, yeah. Also, well, real quick, a good note of red and uh, yellow makes you hungry, technically, that combination. Because it's like ketchup ketchup and mustard? mustard. Think about McDonald's, In-N-Out, Wendy's. Like, They've done studies that that combination makes you hungry. That's interesting. But Figman has it because it's Kodak. That he's the color. Oh, oh right, of right, right. The Kodak, Kodak logo. That and is a thing about this ride. As a kid, immediately endeared the Kodak company. Yes, to me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Kodak is 
good. They're important. <laughs> they're powerful. Uh, reading, I, I, it was funny reading about the late 90s Kodak because it was just like, we're not going to do any digital. We're putting our foot down. Like they, they had the ability, but they were very resistant to it. And that was the, the kind of death knell of a lot of photography companies. It's just not, not going with the, yeah, yeah. Not immediately embracing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the ride, I believe this is the first ride where it takes your picture at the end. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think that is, I, th- I think they could have done it digitally and Kodak was like, no, this has to be done in like the slides, wh- yeah. whatever their current technology was. <laughs> I, they would not, could not do any demonstration of digital photos. There is a long interview with Tony Baxter on this old blog called The MacGyver Project. And he says like, I mentioned once, like, well, we could sell these photos, and they immediately gave me a death stare. Oh, what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, it took a lot to take those digital, like, those photos for just a second. Like, they had a room of computers to manage that at first. Wow, wow. Just having a photo that you look at for three seconds on your way out of the room. But they didn't sell photos, and they didn't sell videos at the blue screen. Uh, in the image works, the blue screen, like oh, act in a like, movie area. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, the the colors also come from uh, the original. I think they went more like uh, you know A to B with him being a green dragon originally, but green is the color of Fuji film, right. mm-hmm. which was in the park. It was in Epcot elsewhere, or like mm-hmm. they were trying to be, or they, were they like. Going to be part of the the Japan. Well, the idea that the rumor was that they got the Mount Fuji co- coaster canned. Oh my god! That supposedly <laughs> there was going to be a, a Mount Fuji coaster uh, in World Showcase, and then they were like, "No, <sighs> Fuji, no." Just the okay. mention of the phrase, yeah, the yeah. Word. Fuji coaster sense. All right. I mean, awesome. I'm glad I they, they I'm glad that. they got <laughs> us this, but shit. Fuji yeah. coaster sounds really good. <laughs> um, yeah, because the original, because because the Dreamfinder and the and Figment were from the original concept of uh, uh, we just said it and I can't think of the name of it. The original seventies Tony Baxter uh, Discovery Discovery Bay, Bay. Uh, Captain Magic, Captain Marvel and his dragon. Yeah. yeah, and it was like green dragon. They were like no green, hmm. no green allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but that also sounded cool. A carousel progress with like some crazy. Sure. Progress. Oh yeah. 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 I. Yeah, so there's this there's this Captain Marvel. I, wait, Professor it's not, Marvel? It's, it's not, not Captain Marvel. Wait, it's, did it's, I say uh, Captain Marvel? Professor. Professor, <laughs> professor yeah, that makes yeah, more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yes, Professor Marvel. Uh, that was going to be part of that Discovery Land area that never got built to Disneyland. Then Tony Baxter had an idea for the Land Pavilion where there was a guy named the Land Keeper. Yeah. Uh, and he was not quite... Well, Landkeeper is a couple. Th- he's in a he's in a white tux. Um, <laughs> he, he's with, cool. He is kind of neat. He's a different vibe really, entirely. He's, but he's sort of Colonel Sanders. Oh yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah. But then with rainbow, and he has the Captain EO rainbow on his shirt. That that really feels like it did turn. I am sure Captain that's 100%. what that is. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so this whole thing, everything that happened and in this all, pavilion, these there was a lot of stuff that was just floating around. It there. just all feels like like they were all talking to me as a five year old. Well, what do you want to see on his what chest? Oh, I want a rainbow. Rainbow. And they're like, great. <laughs> what color should the dragon be? Purple, because my favorite color. And they're like, great. This kid is just deciding all the things that will make other kids like it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's smart. Um, Figment, I think, is. 
I mean, okay, a few things. It takes very little to like on board with him. You kind of understand what he is yeah. as soon as you see him, and then this the introduction scene and the ride. You kind of like, all right, I get it. He's this whim. He's a whimsical figment of your imagination. Mm-hmm. That's that's very clear. He also just visually, because in the ride, he has to work as animatronic. Um, cartoon, there's original mm-hmm. animation of him in the ride, and then uh, puppet for all mm-hmm. the videos at the end, and he translates from medium to medium really well. Yes, yeah, I think, think that's true. Yeah, uh, the, you mentioned, um, you know, thinking the animatronics were real in that ending scene as a kid. I remember, like, with figments of mountain climbers, mm-hmm. superheroes, this and that, mm-hmm. and then reading the reality of that in one of Tony Baxter interviews, like, oh, that is, um. We wanted to animate that. We couldn't get it animated in time. So that puppet is actually an animatronic with the guts removed and a puppeteer doing it. And it is so cumbersome. They could only do like five minutes at a time because they had to rest. Because animatronic skin is so thick and heavy. It's not like felt. It's not not Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I never knew that. That's so cool. Yeah, and those sad. cute little sequences, like because how, how adorable is it? Like Figment, like lifting a little mm-hmm. barbell, and now we know that was Figment's lifting a little barbell, and then the guy under Figment is like really struggling, yeah, he's just in pain. His agony, like, like yeah, begging yeah. for a cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's better because it's not. I look, the animation would have been cool, I'm sure, but yeah. it's better that it's not. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also remember Dreamfinders teaching. Figment is asking questions as the audience, so like we're learning from Figment on what who Dreamcatcher is, and Figment's asking questions like, "Oh, we can uh, anything is possible. Like we can come up with anything." Like I always thought that's a good teaching tool too, where he's speaking for the audience, like an Elmo fashion. Then when it gets scary, you can turn the word "cat" into "bat." Like (laughs) I remember the thunder. I read that they were going to have fog machine, smoke machine, to make you feel like you're on a cloud. Oh, wow. When he's flying, but they didn't want to mess up the design. And I was yeah, like, I read that, yeah. I said, well, they don't have the good haze machines that we have now. <laughs> so I'm like, that would have been really cool. They haven't perfected fog technology, or they hadn't per- uh, yeah, 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 perfected yeah, yeah. it. What a t- I didn't appreciate what a time we live in fog-wise. <laughs> Yeah, this is a golden age of fog. Yeah, curing yeah. diseases, whatever that is, what it is. But the f- we can like Six Flags, Six Flags Fright Fest are on the forefront. Of fog <laughs> yeah. technology development. Yeah, they won't destroy sets anymore. Yeah, and a teen can breathe it in, no problem. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, what has there ever been another ride where it was refurbished, but the main character was gone? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. McDonald's without cheeseburger. I don't know why. It's well. It is similar to, in a way, to like McDonald's becoming kind of these like bland McCafe kind of like aesthetic free, just like cold surfaces, and the characters are kind of gone. Yeah, and then they're bringing the. I've seen the characters in ads lately. They're peppering. They are bringing that. Yeah, it's always. It's never a good idea. I don't think. Well, they got rid of the original McDonald mascot too. Which was what? Speedy was that like little character the that was before guy, Ronald? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, oh, I, I mean, forgot about him. You yeah. see him occasionally. I don't, he pops up once He's in a while. Always confused me. I think that like why is he only at like one out of every hundred McDonald's? I'll say this: when I see him, I don't feel joy. 
like I do with these other characters. Speedy, that he's is. From, like, he's from the 50s. Yeah, I don't have a connection to Speedy. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah, Joy when I see time. Birdie yeah. and Ronald. And, do you yeah. like Zippy, the United States postal mascot? I like him, but I have no deep affection for okay. him. That's you don't, you don't dislike him. Don't dislike. No. You, I feel like you love him. I love Zippy. Yeah, of course you Zippy do. Zippy was a little cartoon guy <laughs> yeah. introduced with the advent of zip codes to get people to use zip codes. Whoa. He's about zip codes? Well, you That's were a yeah, big Zippy. As a kid, you loved so zip great. codes, and you loved the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> tell me, tell me my zip code again, Mom. Oh, that was... <laughs> getting That's the zip code right. Right before bed. I feel tell like it was like... Tell me the zip codes in the nearby area, Mom. Okay, I learned when my birthday was... I specifically remember uh, around the time, probably, of Figment, the most uh, paid attention, most like Figment, like first grade, or teacher asking, when's your birthday? I was like, I don't know, March? My birthday is in October. <laughs> oh I have no idea Whoa, That's weird. Why. You got it way wrong? But I got it way wrong. And at that point, I had already celebrated my birthday, I think. It's like, wait, that <laughs> was just a few, I don't know why. Did you I, get nervous? I think I got nervous, but uh, tying shoes, <laughs> okay. tying shoes, and learning zip code. I think they were late coming for yeah. me. Yeah, okay. I got the first start of the address, but zip code. It, it took a while to learn those numbers. Did you do vel? I did Velcro for a long time. I did Velcro sure. for a while. Kangaroos, Eric. yeah. Did you have kangaroos. I I had a lot of like uh, Velcro with like X Men or Ninja Turtles. Oh, cool! <laughs> and then you're like, I don't want to do shoes that tie because the X Men aren't on them as often. <laughs> well, I still agreed. Like looking back, I was like, well, they were more efficient to do the Velcro. You want to? Are you going to go back to Velcro? <laughs> I don't know. Every now and then, I see a Velcro shirt. I see a running I'm going shoe slip, with a I'm little. I'm wearing slip ons right now. Oh, so you yeah. are. Yeah. Mm, oh, you got. You don't have to worry about any of it. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't always do slip ons, but for a record, you know, comfortable, comfortability. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, um, here's a ask. Well, okay. How about that? Let's clear this one out of the way because we can't not say it. Um, there is a story about why Figment is Figment. Of course. And I think it's, you know, okay, we love Tony Baxter, creator of this ride and creator of Figment very much on the show. And I think it's, does maybe, does that just maybe answer why this show is so perennially devoted to telling the same stories over and over again? Oh, perhaps. Because it is what our man Tony likes to do. There are these yeah. tales in any setting with us uh, in real interviews. <laughs> He will always sure. tell. Then, so we have to. T does anyone want to tell the tale? I think this the guy famous. does. Yeah, I think this guy wants to tell it. Well, uh, he said he he stumbled upon the word figment because there's an episode of Magnum PI where Magnum PI's friend uh, Higgins, mm. his butler, his butler, yeah, butler, yeah. Um, uh, was really mad about a goat. Uh, eating his prized flowers. Yeah, of course. And he went on like a little rant that he's like, I know it's real. It's not a figment of my imagination. And yeah. We said Tony, figment doesn't eat, figments don't eat flowers. Is that the correct line? Something along the line? Technically, or? Tony shortens it. But the real line is, don't and don't tell me it's a figment of my imagination. Figments don't eat rare tropical flowers. Rare tropical flowers. There you go. This is the actual full... Line. It's but been who told, was, but he was talking story. about a goat. 
What's that? He's talking. He's referring to a goat. He there's a he. I think. Why would he say a figment doesn't eat? He's saying, "Don't tell me it's not real." I I think Magnum. I don't know the full context of the episode. Honestly, that's research. I probably should have brought into this uh, affair so that I would actually know. But I believe that. Magnum PI <laughs> and what this is what happens on Magnum PI by yeah, the way he's, funny. he's hiding a goat in the yard it. I think this is the B plot like it's funny Higgins is a stuffy yes. guy and he's okay. got to deal with the ridiculous goat eating his it's, beloved it, tropical flower it's not that Magnum <laughs> has chosen a, a goat as his new partner but he's no. going to keep it off the books but I yeah. wouldn't put it past Magnum <laughs> <laughs> crazy ideas from a loose cannon uh, but yes that is what it is has hearing he figments ever, oh, go ahead. oh no no, no okay oh, please has he ever because i know that story but like they knew kodak was gonna be the sponsor he's trying to come up with this stuff and i thought kodak was really heavy on imagination and color so i'm like i think the word imagination was probably what triggered him half listening oh true that, like trying to find things that are like cool with the word imagination associated with imagination that's yeah. a good point because that's yeah why are they doing any of this if not for and yeah it, it did all come from right. uh, kodak is interested they want to do something and uh they don't want to do one of these stuffy epcot pavilions they want it to be and it doesn't matter what it's about so long as it is something imaginative that is right. what they said and they disney said how about imagination yeah, they imagination gave, is pretty imaginative they gave a lot of room i feel like baxter says like well figment was a it's a known word people know it but i feel like it's not used a lot so there's a uniqueness to it but He's, like it's a million dollar where everybody nobody's mm, grabbed that yes. as like as like ip yeah. basically is this the was is the last time he watched something current this magnum pi episode <laughs> probably <laughs> that's my question because <laughs> this all com- this all comes from me asking him if he's ever like watched an episode of seinfeld and thinks oh we can make a ride out of this and he goes well i watch old movies or something like, he said something along those lines oh huh. uh, uh so, so i was the latest like, oh. the last the last piece of media that he ever that's watched. maybe question for interview number two with us sure this is magnum pi the last wow. current show you watched you have made me think of a theme park it's just like so how did you come up with a ride, Balky? Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> all rides from watching a show. Sitcoms. This these idea of these characters who are perfect strangers. Where yeah. how did that phrase <laughs> yeah. enter your head? <laughs> um, um, but okay, Funky Brewster. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's a dance club. Yeah, uh, uh, but so- a pretty broad assignment. Uh-huh. I, I don't want yeah. to the imagination. Say. Well, like Kodak seemed reasonably hands off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, as long as nothing green is in it, <laughs> and Not- oh, as long disgusting. as it's about imagination. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, I do think actually with that, like them just saying exactly what. Uh, giving Kodak exactly what they wanted. I think that they then they determined here's what the rooms are. Like we explore performing arts and literature and that. And I th- I th- I don't think I'm pulling this out of nowhere. I think that Kodak saw the presentation and said, "What about science?" And then you watch a ride through, and Dreamfinder says, "What about science?" <laughs> I think they quoted Kodak mm-hmm. back to them. Wow. But I also feel like I'm uh, hallucinating. That's a figment of my mesh. I don't know. Maybe I got that from somewhere. That's a how to win friends, friends and influence people trick. I think you say someone's words back to them, or you say like 
three or four of their words back to them. Oh. And they go, oh, wow, they were listening. <laughs> <laughs> that science part, by the way, I think that was the part that scared me as a kid. Really? Sure. That yeah. creepy music and the yeah. time lapse, uh, flowers and melting snow and stuff. Yeah. I feel like I was just scared. I was scared of like certain types of film. Does that make any sense? Like I could tell the difference. Some like I'd watch Sesame Street and I would know when it goes to film as opposed to video. Oh, and video oh. is friendly and where my friends live, and f- film is scary. <laughs> yeah, I, and I didn't know what I was. Yeah, picturing, but I swear I have this that like frame rates and like the quality of lenses just would like, and then it would scare that like Sesame Street is on video, and then Follow That Bird is on film, and Follow That Bird is very upsetting. And I think part of that yeah. is that like. Well, now it's now my char- my favorite characters are being shot the way you know, like midnight cowboys being well, shot. Film <laughs> for film is for grownups. Film is gives you like a little surreal quality versus yeah. just video. Video feels like I'm just looking through a window. And film, I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you could I'm feel that. Insane. You couldn't articulate it probably at five. No, I don't think. But I did. It's one but of those I things I give. I feel the feeling I felt at five. The, no, I the hear film you. Film video. Sure. It felt like it was, there was more weight to it if you were watching something that was on film. Absolutely. Like, it felt like yes. it was yeah. important. Yeah, there's also, the Sesame Street films, there's also the audio, I remember, like, it sounded completely different. Like, it yeah. was just like, I don't know, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm feeling you. At first, I want to say you sounded like a dick as a kid, being particular. <laughs> but that I was a film like, snob no, I, I think, at five. Yeah. <laughs> what kind Kubrick. of lens is this, mother? Kubrick. Kubrick. <laughs> oh, another <laughs> wide angle. Mm. Interesting Well, we choice. like what we're used to. Yeah, 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 yeah yes. And you but take also, the same what in Figment, that, there's so much happening, your brain just can't digest it there's film there's there's animatronic there's yeah. video there's i don't know and the colors like i just think yeah i wonder how many times we wrote it as as kids that it still stays with us like it's pretty uh other yeah. things probably didn't i like right. you probably like you probably did seven other rides on those same trips that don't like stay with you haunt i don't you. remember any of them yeah. i only remember figment yeah. Well, it was also, I feel like it was easy, not that the, you know, there was never any lines, but just the modified Omnimover setup. It was an Epcot ride you could go in and get on a dark ride, like, in five, maybe ten minutes. Sure. There's not a big pre-show, there's not exhibits to walk through, there's not a post-show you gotta, like... The well, post show is fun and it's the built into yeah, yeah, the yeah. ride, and you get right. to see the rainbow corridor, you know. Yeah, and this I'm repeating myself because we've said this on multiple Epcot episodes, but also my memories of all going on Epcot and stuff in the 80s all blend together because they all feel like they're of a piece. All the Epcot rides are an experimental album, rock and roll album or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like you remember pieces here and there, but I'm watching like World of Motion as an adult on YouTube, and I'm like, I don't know. Any, I don't. I'm sure there's parts of it I maybe remember, but like I can remember some things about Horizons. Mm-hmm. Remember some things, but it all really blends together, and I think I, I, that's part of de- uh, design yeah. to have it all feel like a, of one piece. Honestly. I'm embarrassed to ask, but like the 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 caveman blowing his feet. That's. Uh, Spaceship, yeah, Earth, spaceship. Isn't it? that's still yeah. there. Yeah. I remember. Wait, or is it? Wait, wait, wait. Are we wrong? Is it? Are they blowing their feet because they don't have hot. vehicles to? Uh, it's not because oh oh because oh, oh. they have to a... walk like Flintstones on the ground. Yeah, because there's a tundra scene sort of at spa- on Spaceship Earth before you get into like obviously the different. Yeah, but maybe that's what 
You're yeah, clearly yeah. nothing embarrassing about that because now yeah, I'm yeah. questioning where I know there's cavemen in Spaceship Earth, but are there also? <laughs> I'm questioning it now because I'm just picturing this guy blowing his feet. I remember that was a like question. a memory. That's that I think it's, like, it's World of Motion. No, you're right. Look here, this is at from some like auction. Oh yeah, that is a caveman blowing his feet. There you go. Wow. I don't think we talked about this in World. Wow. I don't think we did. See, that's one of those. That is one of those weird. Because there's things. multiple like, rides with cavemen in Epcot. Right. Multiple things yes. where you go into the Renaissance and then right. different different futures, and the futures all feel very 80s. And right. Which ones have horses? And yeah, it's really. And I guess all imagination much. probably feels like the outlier of all of them too, because I feel like, or, or I guess Horizons and Imagination feel a little more, more unique. Well, imagination, I think, is the most ethereal. Horizons, yeah. you know, if you're latching on to set pieces, Horizon was like, well, you get to pick the ending. You get to pick the Sure, yeah, go. yeah. And that was a big thing for me as a kid. But even watching watching imagination, um, it, it, it just the start is unique, that carousel. Yeah, which yeah. Which I had uh, totally forgotten about. I know I knew this at some point, but it's like, oh, a lot of the money went to building five dream finders and dream catchers and figments, and you would slowly rotate around the scene. Like you're watching like a three minute scene, basically, to start the ride. You pull into a, a turntable, and you're moving exactly along with the scene that you're watching to yeah. where it might feel like you are not moving at all. Like you're, you're it's and I, I. I have to say, I didn't know this ever that they that they built five identical. Yeah, I didn't know that. This scene five this. times. I didn't know that. So it's like a miniature thing. carousel progress, like within you're on a haunted mansion type ride that goes into a carousel progress with this trippy, so that everyone can get that experience at once and it doesn't slow anything down. And five of not just nothing, five big flab traption flying machines that are full sized. There's, I saw a photo of an Imagineer sitting in one who's the same size. It is not smaller for Dreamfinder. Right. That is like that is a full adult sized uh, flying machine yeah. that they had to build five times. Yeah. They. It's I'm seeing the overhead of it. I'm like, oh my god. Like, yeah. I never even watching any of these videos over the years. I never even put it together that that's how that no. was achieved. One of those for a long time was in the mouse gear shop in the center of Epcot. You could look up and see it. See the, the, the rusting the parts rusting of a dream catcher thing wow. they, they kicked out of the ride. Um, do you guys all feel this way a little bit? Where like, um, I've okay, I have I've had like affection for this. I know I've watched a ride through here and there, but I'm not even of all the things we've covered. I've I'm not close to having this memorized, or no, I wasn't before. Not at it's all. like all stayed in that mm-hmm. hazy kid brain. I for sure remember seeing from my vantage point as a child the the big the, like the big flying machine and dreamfinder because that was so like mm-hmm. striking and scary but the rest of it i'm like i have like like bits and flickers but like it's all really in a in a childhood haze for me you guys feel similar yeah 100% it all it really feels like a dream it really feels truly like i can't remember anything outside of those just big icon like iconic images from yeah. it that yeah. lasted yeah yeah, yeah re uh, rewatching videos the last few days and then reading text descriptions of it there would be stuff i missed from the videos and then i had to go back and find right or totally. pictures where it's like wait there is a a teapot 
There's like right. a weird teapot art piece. Right. Like oh, yeah. right when you start to pull into the actual attraction part. Yeah. And that's like just, yeah, you know, it's just set dressing. It's not even like, that's you know, it's not honed in on. Yeah. Right, right. It but like seeing yeah. the, the two big moments, uh, uh, the big moments of like the Edgar Allan Poe, like, yeah. Phantom of the Opera, like organ, but it's a keyboard and he's writing mystery story. And then that goes into Figment wanting to put on a little show and he's in a tux and tails with a top hat. And I'm like, well, that's my adult. Like, that's just yeah. my brain. That was everything. Which just molded at six and it just never changed, you know? Yeah. It is so, it's so, it's such a, it's a fun blend of like, yeah, like, oh, you just put this cute character in like a tux, which obviously is, you know, we've seen Bugs Bunny in a tux. We, as a kid, I don't know that I knew what that really right. meant. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I like it. Yeah. And then it's yeah. just mixed with like really heady like colors and weird noises. And it doesn't, I think it's interesting that it doesn't translate so well to even old footage. Like, I know it's a lot of the upcut stuff, I guess, doesn't, but it just doesn't, you can't really feel it. In, no. in watching even the best quality like uprised footage yeah yeah i feel like yeah i'm like i know i can see it and i can imagine i can imagine it but i cannot feel it necessarily from these images of the same video yeah. yeah i just all remember when you like you couldn't capture everything that was going you're constantly yes yes look yeah. there were so many things to see that i also think that's why it's harder to remember because there's not just like one journey there's like again when you see all the figments doing characters all this music and rainbows it's like i don't know i just yeah well like juxtaposing it even just with watching like a vh or like camcorder footage of haunted mansion or pirates from the 90s or something you're like well i can tell in this footage what it is yeah. obviously it's not giving you all the feelings of dark. it but it was, it was very really dark, dark and it's yeah it has like a lot of like trippier things going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to like hear a little like let's just let's just get a hit of like which one well, this, I don't know. How about how about some some one little spark just to give us a mm. uh give give us a little vibe of here. Of course. Sure, yeah. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation. Right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. Oh, hello there. So glad you could come along. I am the Dream Finder. <laughs> Musical notes. What delightful melodies those will make. I love these flights of fancy. Searching the universe for sounds, colors, ideas, anything that sparks the imagination. <laughs> I mean, oh. just to, to get a little hit of that, like, sound is a lot of it. This is a real, like, uh, obviously yeah. the song is great, Sherman Brothers, and then the, but the, what I couldn't find is where the instrumentation comes from, because it's oh, like yeah. a, that, there's a real, like, I mean, there's, there's, it's a big, like, synth festival for sure, and you're, and when, when synths and keyboards and digital sounds were not everywhere, when you're a kid, you're like... I can't future. make heads or tails of any. I don't know what these sounds are. This feels like and there's the all types of things. There's like harpsichord mixed with just like weird like texture stuff and that just, bass. Just that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boom, 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 yeah. 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 That big flatulent. Yeah. I yeah. Love that. Electronic fart. This is. I really. If anyone out there knows who like 
because I don't th- I don't think the Sherman the whole, brothers no. are up at the they aren't like uh, you don't think they were all the at the forefront the, on, the, on the mini mode. You're not a huge oh. Discogs entry. For <laughs> is it? I looked. I was wanted to know. Dick I, and I Bob played on this. Dick uh, Dick Sherman out with Marauder on a speedboat somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> just chatting about what's going on. What's the new tech like? What gear are you using these days? Well, did <laughs> you Did you guys hear the original? song for it yeah yeah yes it's the guy that um let's hear it for the land yeah yeah let's oh, give it wait, to maybe the land. didn't wait yeah that's where i guess another I it's called journey into your imagination but it's but it's not it's, good no huh? it's not it's journey, just it's very much let's give it to the land it's that same kind of like mormon, like mellow mormon 70s kind yeah. of like you know uh, james taylory something yeah. it didn't feel something like you fall asleep to he didn't yeah. feel like he tried very hard with it either there's no. a number no of those through epcot him. as opposed to like the kind of the the bounce and the like this, yeah this is kind of like a not not in a round what am i saying but it like it's it is sort of the same thing over and over in a small world way, which is probably effective in a ride. Right. So like that, it's like all of it. It's every bit of music is different permutations of the same melody yeah. over and over. So you come out, yeah. you know it for sure. But whoever this man or woman was that did those so- sounds, I would say they came from composing movies or shows because I think the that's the sound of the Dreamcatchers. Um, what do you call it? Like it's like when like he's, the exhaust pipe or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like when he's catching something, yeah. they're sounding like uh, like the sound that the idea comes in to the dream finder. Yeah, right? sure. It's yeah. the his machine is making the music. Yeah. kind of. Well, yeah. they don't say that. All, like yeah. lots of like like weird synth bleeps and bloops are also hitting all of these like sound moments. Yeah. Um, Tony talks about. You know, that intro scene is very important because you don't know who Dreamfinder or Figment is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go on this for the first time, but it kind of gives you their personalities and their whole vibe at the beginning. But like watching back a bunch of times, I'm like, oh, it also sets up the rest of the ride. Like music notes come into play later. Mm-hmm. Lightning comes into play later. Oh, all the things Science they grab come, here, yeah, everything yeah. they use later in the show. Shows yeah, totally. up in the dream port. Yes, that that's get, all that they capture in with that the dream catcher catches. The dr- wait, okay. Now we've said dr- what is the dream catcher? Dream catcher is the airship. Now this is confusing because I've also seen it referred to as the dream ship and the dream mobile. It seems like there's not a definitive one. Yes, because <laughs> they don't even know, or they all had different. Okay, so it's one of those. It's the dream yeah. something or other, and then you but but the, but either way, it's not the dream port, which is where the dream machine or dream catcher. G- goes to drop off the dreams yeah and dream dream finder is the man yeah dream finder is man (laughs) but the good thing is with your imagination it can be whatever you want it to be yeah that's a good point yes they probably wouldn't box it and then there's also there's some separate device called the imaginometer Mm-hmm. So that at least you yes, remember right. that separately. It lets you know how good your imagination is. is it that imagi- part, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is it a quantity or a quality thing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to look at the machine again. <laughs> oh, okay. To see I should how look they it up. how I they should. measure. I'm wondering it. if that's the second one. The uh wait, you mean the other version of the ride? The Eric Idle thing. Journey into your imagination where they then tell you your You're imagination stupid. is dog shit. Right. You get it. Like, that oh, is wow. compare the openings of these. No. Yeah. Meeting this whimsical man and then he makes up a friend for you as opposed to 
a character from another movie who you don't remember, even if you just saw it, saying you have no imagination. Your imagination is shit. <laughs> a guy who's just who's so much like not to say he didn't. I think Eric Idle's the, the performance is not the issue, but no. he's also like he, he's so he because it came up on Twitter recently. He doesn't remember what this is. <laughs> he, somebody sp- somebody tagged him in a photo of like a dragon, and he's like, oh yeah. Quest for Camelot was fun. He's, and they're like, no, that's not what that is. That's from Disney. Um, he just didn't, he doesn't even, and I admit it, it was like one day for him. Yeah. And then nobody, probably nobody likes it. So nobody's ever, nobody's saying to him day to day, like, hey, right. love that Epcot ride. <laughs> that just pisses me off. Yeah, I know. Does As opposed yeah. to the love, and maybe that's a good tie in to, let's talk about the voice talent of this attraction mm. a little bit, because these are both fascinating people. Uh, to talk about. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, Dreamfinder is Chuck McCann, who is a like perennial voiceover guy and kids show host. Tried a lot of stuff that was local and we we didn't grow up with, but he did big national things that we know. He's the original Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. <laughs> so okay. He, he yes. did. He is the the first that, that ever Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs was said. Um, later, Duckworth the Butler in Ducktales, among wow. many other. Disney voices, um, and of course, uh, we can all say it together. He starred in and created the series Far Out Space Nuts, <laughs> which was a Sid and Marty Croft yep. uh, uh, nightmare uh, starring him and Bob Denver. <laughs> they were the. I've watched this. The, you've watched Space Nuts. Yeah, I've never I watched seen an episode one, of this. I, the title's familiar to me. I've never seen yeah. a, a lick of. Yeah. How'd you like Far Out Space Nuts? Pretty far I out. Don't, you know, it is pretty far out. I don't know if it's something that I would recommend everybody watch, uh, but it's certainly interesting. I would say watch the uh, uh, opening credits. Okay. And you can get the vibe from it. <laughs> okay. Sure. So, See how far out they get. Is it a good yeah. song or anything at least? I don't remember the song. Okay. Really... <laughs> Maybe um, it was all right. Anyway, the to talk about his voice for a minute. I mean, how, like, was this... This is the first thing that's like this because it's so familiar. And I, I, upon revisiting all this, I was flashing to, like, sketches I've done, things I've done here and there where I've done the voice that is like, why, hello, I'm a, a yeah. big performative old-timey man. And, like, is it f- purely from this? It's, I, as I love, I love this voice yeah. and the vibe and yeah. the suit and the beard and well, the I'm hat. I'm think, is there a Santa Claus before this? Because he's very Santa-like. He's extremely yeah. Santa. I always mention that everywhere, that he's mm-hmm. very like Santa. So I'm trying to this think. He plays Santa in something, like yeah. some Mickey Christmas thing. I'm not sure what, but he's he's all, if you can imagine, he was also Santa. Yeah, so it's in the zone of, like, like, I, like obviously, like, I'm trying to like Miracle on 34th Street. That's Santa Claus. Oh, he was a little like the twinkle in his yeah. eye. It's not yeah. quite as maybe boisterous, <laughs> but he's got the vibe going yes. when he like reaches, like he sits, like oh, like puts his hand on a child's yeah, shoulder. Like it's impossible and says, for them whatever. to call you stupid. Like, no, you didn't yes. understand that. This yeah. is the way you do it. And you're like, oh, that's a better way of yeah. responding to me than like you idiot. No, <laughs> that's not what that. Oh, you, so you find that like a that's like a nurturing type. I of find voice. him, yeah, a nurturing father figure, uh, rewarding to the imagination. Yeah, I mean, hey, let's bring that up. Don't we all identify as figment, wishing we had someone that's like encouraging our imagination? A dream finder. Oh, in our lives? interesting. Yeah, sure. a mentor okay. figure. <laughs> Whoa! Do you feel? Yeah. Do you feel like you found them? Has anyone found a dream yeah. finder? <laughs> a big boisterous. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think identify our dream finders. 
You who's know, who's gen- genuinely somebody you know, Tommy Blutch, a showrunner oh. of Moving City. Love him. Uh, was my, he was like this older brother figure to me who took me through this scary experience. And he doesn't sound like Dreamfinder, but he is a big, larger than life, <laughs> yes, boisterous person. Yes. Mm. So there's one, Tommy. No, but I do think there yeah, might he, be. And if I told yeah. him that, he'd say, "What the fuck is a Dreamfinder?" <laughs> he'd put me yeah. on blast for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd, yeah. He'd call Figment something else. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I love him. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought of that right now that there's another identifying quality of like what you relate to is that dream finder, someone older than you encouraging. Cause I don't, I don't think of Figment as like not real. It's like, or a dragon. I'm just like, oh yeah, I know Fi- Figment's Figment. He's not a dragon. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a Figment. Oh, sure. He reads as a kid. Yeah. A kid. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like, we we're saying, dresses up like all these different things. So yeah. How is he not us? Yeah. Which yeah. likely I think that that's right. I think endeared me as a kid. Yeah. Because it's like, well, he's got his own personality. He's like Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. Own personality can also, you know, be a superhero or an astronaut or whatever. Yeah. Like can be a cipher, can be oh, sure. take on other jobs, you know. Now, isn't it curious that we do we say childlike and he's a kid. Yeah. Even though he is voiced by, do I have the? Uh, you, at the at the time of the recording, he was voiced by a fifty-eight-year-old man. Of course, yeah, it's kind of weird. Billy it is Barty weird. was fifty-eight when Billy he was Barty, doing Figment. The mm-hmm. voice of Figment, wow. Billy Barty. He did this at fifty-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is he was a, a three-foot uh, nine-inch tall man. Yeah, um, which I guess there was the calculation. I think in that Baxter interview you've talked about, somebody was like. Well, if there's this quality we're going for, why not like get a little? If he's going to be little, why not get a little person to do it? Because they try. They said Connie Stevens tried. They tried a zillion people for yeah. this women. They couldn't figure it out. But Billy Barty just had that quality inherently. I think they pitched him up. Um, a yeah, that's bit. what I was going to ask. Something's tweaked a little. Yeah. yeah, not a ton though. It's like he gets it most of the way there. Cool. And um, a little bit of. Credits for him. Billy Barty was, let's go back to Sid and Marty Croft. He is Sigmund from Sigmund mm-hmm. and the Sea Monsters. Yeah. Um, there's something where he's Rumpelstiltskin. He was in Mickey Rooney shorts when he was three years <laughs> old. That's wow. how but he straddles yeah. that much, like all the way back to old Hollywood like that. There's some, I saw some sketch. Oh, what was it? Something with him, there's something with him and Don Knotts on the Donnie Marie show. I think like I've you seen can that. look that yeah. up. Okay, no, I think you know it that. already. He's, um, uh, he's Gwildor in Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Um, and but, UHF. And UHF. Oh, UHF. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What is he in UHF? He's a film, uh, he's the camera guy. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Um, so, like, yeah, guy you've probably seen in things here and there. What maybe nobody has seen is his own show, which was on oh, maybe yeah. Los Angeles local television. This uh, seems to be a prank show called Short Ribs. And just no. so you can get Billy Barty outside oh, no. of uh, his figment uh, context, here's Billy. Hey, this is Billy Barty, and Short Ribs is coming your way. Hey, Kevin, have a seat. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Hey, that was just fun, boys and girls. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have fun on Short Ribs. Don't you do what we do, right, Kevin? Right. And we're going to be doing <laughs> all kinds of crazy things on Short Ribs. But we're going to be doing, not you. Right, boys and girls? Right. So don't forget, Short Ribs. For the listener, he, uh, uh, you know, he's with a taller man who he pulls the chair out from under yeah. and he falls on the ground and then later hits him. But that's a. 
What a rant! A lot of like, do not do what we're doing. Like he does, he does the mildest prank you've ever seen, yeah. and then says, "So we're gonna do that, but don't you do it? And we're gonna do it, but when we do it, you don't do it. So sit there and don't do it while we do it. Here we go." I was pretty confused by the end of that. Same. Extremely, yes, I really was. But you do understand that he's got the juice, he's got the energy. Absolutely. That's why they went to him. Oh yeah, yeah. figment. Yeah. But I also watching that, I'm thinking. Yeah, he probably ha- would have a worse response than Eric Idle on. Do you remember Figment? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe. Just like grouchy character actor. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, I Old Hollywood know. guy, I, you don't think cares about the magic of the Disney theme parks? I don't, I don't know. know. God, I don't that know. little fucker. <laughs> the power of that curtain, I just, I to this day, I always say I never want to see the Pirates of the Caribbean with the lights on, like that is. Oh, you said this about after the mm. uh, behind the attraction that you were I like, I don't want to see it. the. They stuff. showed too much. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. And we gotta have the curtain. You want the mystery still? Yeah, yeah. And still, like watching. Um, there's a great video essay about this. There's this guy Martin's Vids who mm-hmm. does does it about all these attractions, and he always gets the blueprints and usually adds in some animation. And I'm like watching it, and I'm like. Still doesn't read to me. This looks like nonsense from above. Like, right. I can't square this with my childlike wonder. There's not you know? a mat. Yeah. Nobody. It yeah. just. It was. It just was manifested. Nobody had to build and think about a layout. Yeah. It just was. It was dreamed up, like out of the out yeah. of Dreamfinder's mind. And it it makes what uh, uh, another thing Tony Baxter had said when they went to redo it. He's like. Look, they spent a million dollars to gut it when you're flossing up a You don't usually just start spending seven figures to well, like. What did they spend trash, on? Like taking out the carousel and redoing the track. To take out the opening. The opening, which is where you meet. It's like where any of the heart of it comes from. That was the first move. Like, well, get that out of there. Which still, like 40 years later, seems like a technological marvel. Just thinking yeah. about like. Oh, multiple sets of people are seeing this at slightly different times. And the only so the only thing in the defense of the removal of it, and I'm not yeah. saying I was for it, and I yeah, don't yeah. like that new ride, but apparently it did break down all the time. It was uh, very, very uh, unreliable. Yeah, I remember some breakdowns, but like, yeah, I didn't know about that. And then even when it was like the new one came on board, I would have been like, 14, 15, and I would have been like, oh, it's a Monty Python guy. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it like, takes yeah. you out of it almost. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've seen him. He's from uh, Casper. He's from Life of Casper? Uh, yeah, right? He's, He's helping like Kathy a, Moriarty. He's a bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's yeah. That's kind of a small part for him, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, anyway, uh, one other thing about Billy Barty. Um <laughs> I'm so excited to read this phrase. <laughs> At the same time, in 1983, when this opened, he was in the middle of operating a roller rink in Fullerton, California, not uh, just a few miles from Disneyland. Uh, his roller rink was called Billy Barty's Roller Fantasy. <sighs> God so bless that. was that. something you could have, in the same night, popped down to Disneyland wow. and then gone to Billy Barty's Roller Fantasy. And the other thing about that is it was not just a roller rink, but a concert venue. And I'm like, I'm looking up like, well, what dumb concerts happened at Billy Barty's Roller Fantasy? What kind of bands would they book? Oh, the answer is New Order and Metallica. Whoa. <laughs> New Order and Metallica played there in 82. <laughs> Metallica opened for Rat. When they're wow. like a new band, they... <laughs> 
Billy Barr, like an important fantasy? early concert. And then New Order, you can look this up on on YouTube. You can find the full New Order set from Billy Barr's really? Roller Fantasy. And the first song is Blue Monday. <gasps> they start Whoa. with the big one, doing it then. <laughs> So this play, wow. Billy Barty's Roller Fantasy, was a fully legit new wave ska metal venue. Like we absolutely gotta, good. I uh, hate to call a shot, but that sounds like an episode to me. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree, except there's almost nothing more. There's like three <laughs> flyers. We just and unless us. listeners, and I get well, somebody can point all, us. Send us all your Captain Andy stuff. Send us all your Billy <laughs> so, Barty stuff. Billy if Barty. anyone has a dead drop or a cachet of Billy Barty's Roller Rink, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that nuts though? Figment had a. Roller rink that Metallica played, <laughs> but the title of that roller rink makes me take back that maybe he didn't like imagination because maybe it yeah says it's fantasy like you wouldn't Billy you Barnes. wouldn't put your name on top of if you had any like you know like uh, like like you just that's, that's said sissy roller stuff rink. I don't want to put you that word said in roller the, rink yes exactly yeah that's whimsical though roller fantasy yeah yeah uh, boy um, I love it that is great but I was just reading two party was sued in small claims court by two of the writers of the canceled comedy television show Short Ribs <laughs> uh, uh, he went to court for Short Ribs <laughs> yeah he lost the, he lost the cases oh no yeah. and he said the, he claimed the money. lawsuit news was the most publicity he ever got and compared it to the similar press that celebrity Zsa Zsa Gabor received for slapping in Beverly Hills police officer <laughs> Oh so, my god! Is gosh. that right? That I don't, I don't know. I'm just yeah. The seems... best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. So <laughs> sue me again, guys. He, <laughs> he had an interesting career, and uh, I don't know that we call the shot on his roller rink, but we call a Billy Barty. Billy Barty. Yeah, shot there you go. For yeah, sure. and we'll try to find yeah. more if if, if yeah. We can. yeah. Billy but, Barty's life. I mean, really cool. Is, Figment seems like maybe that's and ends, ends up being his like legacy, like his his main thing in a way. I'll pitch also you guys doing an episode of all those guys, like the voiceover guys of that era. Like, Oh, we've talked, We're yeah. behind on, honestly, we've, that's one of the things we, we thought we would forever. do from the beginning, and then we haven't really. Who who There's comes so to many. your mind, though, when we. Oh, now you got to put me on the spot. Oh, not on the spot. Oh, you don't <laughs> no, have to but name I was him, just, but. I mean, because, like, um, um, I'm blanking on his name, but, well, in the Haunted Mansion, he's also, um, Paul Freeze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was also yeah. Tony the Tiger, right? Isn't he the same guy? That's Thurl Ravenscroft. That's Thurl Ravenscroft. He's yeah. come up as many times as I can make him come up. I, yeah. What a, a cool guy, cool voice, looked crazy. Yeah, Paul Freeze is the ghost host in, in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And then and, how about the VO um, who did, um, was it Jack Wilson? Do you, mean, do you mean the guy, what did he do? The, like... Uh, is he the like voice of the park guy? Yes, yes. Mm. Jack uh, Wagner. Wagner, I thank yes. you. Yeah, who He's, is the anyway, permanent Serb Sentados? Uh, I'm getting the yeah, yeah. words I wrong. Can, I'm, I'm sure. not gonna try. Uh, if you say it fast, nobody knows. Permanent Serb Sentados. Before Tavos. Crap. Yeah, you caught me. Um. <laughs> yeah, those are on the list. I don't know. That is one where we thought we would have done those by now, and we haven't. I don't do know. Do them. Derek's calling. All right. Do no, I just, we'll I just think that era we'll is so. I don't want. It just. I wish that still existed. I yeah. like that idea of like, oh, that's the same voice that. I'm not saying it should only be five actors like working, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that era of like these guys could be Tony the Tiger and then also be in this Disney World. Like, I just think. I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated by that era of the voiceover world because I feel like yes, they did so much. Yeah. I, I've and, tried to get like a Billy West episode going because he can do impressions of all those guys. 
And he's also one of those guys who, like, I go, need, need oh, the my contact God. Info, I think. I've tried multiple. Inf- You've tried? Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, geez. I have tried. Who's the way? Derek, you're, you're into the guy. Is it the Christmas Story voiceover guy? What's the, Who's that? Gene Shepard. Gene Shepard. Ah. Yeah. What else is Gene Shepard? Or is he, I mean, he's Well, he's, he's Carousel of Progress. Yeah, the redone oh. Carousel of Progress. Oh, yeah. God, right. Wow, wow. Um, okay, gotta get to him. It's a carousel. But the grandfather so at the last scene of the current carousel the progress is the original. Oh, right. Who's yeah, the yeah. country singer? Um, Ray. Mm, uh, yeah. Get it. It's a country singer who's uh, the voice. Oh, God. Who Everything's going out of my mind. Uh, 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 when you got Billy on the brain, when you got Barty on the brain. I got Billy Barty on the brain. <laughs> what can uh, I but tell I also you? Wanted, when you brought that up. Um, but Jeff Bergman is the best voiceover guy. That's I think I played you. This friend of mine does these voices. Like oh, you know, he, you well, he's that, wait, he, he's Bugs, or he has been Bugs. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. you knew his name just by I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Well, we had Eric Bowser on the show, who is a current Bugs, and I know like sometimes it's him, and so he was going through. He's able to do the. All right, now I'll do Mel Blank Bugs. Yeah. Now I'll do Jeff Bergman Bugs. Yeah. But Jeff Bergman's also. Was he Trump in that Trump cartoon? Um, yes, yes. And what is yeah, it? Has know. he been Fred Flintstone? Fred Flintstone, yeah. Barney. He's your friend, really? Wow, wow. And Yogi. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. He uh, He did Drunk History to do the rot when we did the Unsolved Mysteries parody. Like, oh, right. So he did like the best Robert Stack that I oh, lip sank. Oh, and I was like, hmm. wow. And, um, but real quick, there was a drunk history story. I wanted to remember that we did this episode called Are You Afraid of the Drunk? And it was about the creation of Frankenstein. And there was this one doctor that um, I'm blanking on his name, but there's a doctor in the scene. And they were like, What do you want him to wear? I was like, Well, he should like, it should be known that he's rich, but he should also be like weird. And I was like, Like a mink stole, like, I don't know, like a, if the, I don't want to do taxidermy, somebody wearing like a mink coat, but like, what about, and then I just saw it, I was like, a fig mink. They're like, what? I was like, <laughs> okay, it's figment, it's face, but it's the body like a mink stole, you know, like, and they're, they're like, okay, we'll try. And then they made it, and it's, it was really, really cool, but then, Disney was like, <laughs> you gotta like take <laughs> off his eyes. You gotta <laughs> take like make him have yeah. green spots all over him. But mm-hmm. I still have him in my closet. Wow, wow. wow. you had to defig defigmentify the defigment a little bit. But, but it never real. You see it like for a second in the show anyway. But I think it was my way of saying I would like a figment. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, that's is that not exactly what the dream find you took figment from right. your imagination you added mi- like the yeah. uh, when he's holding the blocks in the mystery that's part that's right yeah you, you tipped <laughs> it over to k and now it's a figment uh rex <laughs> allen is the Thank name that's right, right. Rex, yeah, allen. Yeah. rex allen is the how did we how did we all mess that up well, we yeah. let everybody do we'll we'll have our info straight when we get to carousel uh um i is this is this a good time because you have that item but oh. you also have you have another item, which is part of what oh, brings right. you here for My this item. attraction. Yes. Uh, would you like to talk about that? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll just say that I was very, I have been very lucky in my life. That I was, I, I got to go to an a Disney auction and there was a figment there um, from the original ride. Figment nerds 
believe he was the upside down figment. In this footage, I can't. It's very hard to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't find it. Anyway, I was really, I right. really wanted to come in. And Same. Go, go here it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't think I was scammed. <laughs> <laughs> But there are parts of me sometimes where I'm like, maybe he was outside of the ride to let you know it was under construction. Either way, an Imagineer made this figment. Yeah. And it's figment on a little board looking over. And um, yeah, I decided sell a Shohei Otani card, baseball card. (laughs) He's going to give having trading Otani for a figment. Whoa. Like mm. figment will inspire me. Otani's really cool. Sure. But if I'm gonna be able to decide between the two, I'm not gonna stare at a baseball card all day. <laughs> I don't stare at figment, but knowing like because it represents art, inspiration, and I just anyway, I'm making an excuse for why I would it's okay. It's been a fucking excuse. Yeah. Awesome. It's an amazing thing to to go for and to get. I do. I have. I have a picture of your because it was, oh, at, the, it was yeah. at the gallery in the Burbank Mall. This was the Joel McGee collection. Yes. I I was so excited to hear that you got it. And he is he's like fused into a little block, so it's mm-hmm. just his head and hands. But if you hold it upside down, that's what I think it was. Hold the thing upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Hold the image upside down. Oh, oh, you mean, oh, you literally yeah, like there's like oh yeah yeah, then he's on the wall like because it's like why would his hands yeah be up like that? Do you have it? Did you like put it in the ceiling? Originally, I was like that would be so cool, but I have some people that uh, I don't want touching that. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I would I'd say no. But I have a case that people I like. You touch it. I was like, you got to feel his fingers. Like there's a butt. Is upside it, down on a ceiling is where I would love it, but yeah. I'm just afraid of. Yeah, it it's also like from 1983. Like it's not. In the, he's just hanging on. That might yeah, shatter yeah, yeah. as I soon as it. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it feel that you. way? Because you did have to like handle it to put it in the case. So like, yeah. Well, I got nervous because it it came without the what I learned this week. Uh, the horns of a steer. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Those weren't on when I when I picked it up, and I was like. Oh no! Oh no! And I'm like, I can't. Like, I don't want to mess. I don't want to mess this up. This is like, this is my child. I dropped this. I'm oh. dead. This is my inspiration. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it could dissolve gotta, in your hand. Right. Like, I could screw it up. It could crack the whole thing. Okay. Like I thought about. I was like, well, let me just think. If someone came in here right now with a baseball bat and cracked <laughs> it in half. What would I do? I know it's just a material item, but what would I do? And I, I just like I, I, I don't, I don't think I could move. Like I think it <laughs> oh like God. has represent. I think it just like it represents something so strong to me that it's like I don't know. I, it's your rosebud or something. Like. <laughs> yeah. Does it? Let me ask because. Uh, so many, um, so much mixed media used in this attraction, and some. Uh, 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 materials you used in the past, they didn't know how it would withstand a few decades of time. Does it stink? <laughs> Does it I smell? Did this not is see gonna that be, this is going to be way. very funny because um, <laughs> it's been since April 
okay. last year that I have not gained my scent of smell or taste. Oh no! From oh my COVID. God! God, from co- that's a COVID thing, right? It's right. A COVID thing. Whoa! And it's very funny you say that because I'm like, what if it fucking smells? <laughs> I would have no idea. Jeez, that I sucks. did. I was so you showed it to me. I don't think it smelled, but I think it had the, kept the case on, so I couldn't. It, at least it, it stayed. I can, big, s- I can smell. I just can't tell what it is. If that makes sense. Yeah. So if there was an odor, yeah, I can go. Wow. I I only ask because I've been at like antique stores or comic conventions or collectible shops, and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. It's like from such and such year, and I'm like. This kind of smells, and I don't think I want it in right. my house. I wow. know there's the good mildew, which is the ET ride. We yes. know that. Yeah, That's yeah. the good mildew. But I remember this guy, Joel, that I got it from, which I also realized this is why he does this. When I was like, thinking, I was like, how do you do why? We all want to be able to have all these toys, but then getting rid of them, what my reaction to him made me go, Oh, I am very excited to be in his shoes someday because I was near tears saying how much this means to me. And uh, I was like, where did you keep this? He's like, oh, in storage spaces. Like I don't, some of this stuff I've never even seen. (laughs) Now that part definitely I didn't like because I was like, all right, that's too much money. But (laughs) I guarantee you that thing has been around like crap. Yeah. And rainy storage unit, but no, it was well kept. But it, that is a really good question. God. I just get original. I I got an original Splash Mountain watch. Wow! Or their opening day Splash Mountain watch. Um, oh yeah, you should. With that, like where it's like the comic kind of font yeah, instead yeah. of like the folksy Critter Country font. But that that wasn't in that 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 one might smell. <laughs> <laughs> it is well, you play, like, whatever. You I know, like love plastic. that question because we don't think about that when we look at something so perfect in our mind of like this animatronic of Dreamfinder like right. oh that mustache glued on probably fucking reeks again <laughs> oh you're the, right yeah like, yeah and then failed fog experiments made like bad shitty old fog soak yeah. into the mustache that probably never came out of it it's well, like lead and- covered in lead paint how many of those old animatronics had like hydraulic fluid? Oh, fluid going oh, through them, yeah, that yeah, would occasionally it. explode out of them and make them look like they were bleeding, like, or they had a big open wound. Now, do we think we have to have this conversation? But with what I said about Captain, what well, we talked about with Captain Andy at the top, why they had to shut it down? Do you think there were too many figments? Like, how can you take figment off the ride? You, I think, what do you think it was? I think there was an unfocused, it will be cooler, and the new, I think they were trying to shake money out of Kodak, and they did, but not enough to do something good. Right. And I think Kodak, in some unfocused manner of like, this silly cartoon character is not the modern cutting edge 2000. Look, Kodak will continue for decades to come. Yeah, uh, no you know, problem. It's going to be yeah. a grand 21st century for Kodak, and we can't have the face of our thing be this silly cartoon. I think right. it was some like odd. Tony also implied, without saying a name, but one of those good little like Tony Baxter shots yeah, where he's him. like, this was somebody else's opportunity, the management at the time, to prove that they're creative and they could come up with right. a different thing. And I don't know if he means 
I don't think he means Eisner. I it, probably maybe like somebody at the parks at that time. I, right. I wouldn't know where to begin. But I think it was that. I think it was some like lame, sterile late '90s cartoons mm. aren't cool. Um, which you saw at that time, some t- that like yeah, cute goes away and earnest goes away, and then I think we all kind of reclaim it and want it. Um, but that's my as much well, as none of that makes any sense. I think that's why they they took him away. It but, seems like there was five reasons: it's politics, it's the new head of something, mm-hmm. it's sponsor, and uh, it's the- issues. Other pavilions at Epcot kept losing sponsors so then that would lose a lot of oh they're like we can't do it again yeah yeah Yeah. they got rid of the thing that tech probably broke down the most they did and they want want to make it sure they had some sense that like some kind of probably unfocused like well tower of terror is like a short ride and that's high thrills and so we gotta we are this can we can't have a big long ride insane insane that you would cut down by like 35 percent. they cut down the ride (laughs) length yeah the strangest thing wow i'm so, so glad we're put we're gonna mostly put this in its own episode because i thought there'd be some real joy to talking about this with you Derek. It and is. i love that i the love it stink of the new one can we'll close the door it would be better that for- smells uh, culturally the new ride smells but also wasn't there another <laughs> honey i shrunk the audience reference that that was another thing yeah that they, they were just kind want- of linking it all together eric idol shows up into that and then right. they were trying to link in like flubber Right. And then some really old Disney movie, Computer War Tennis Shoes, I oh. think was referenced very <laughs> right. casually. That'll 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 hold them, the kids. They'll love that Computer War Tennis Shoes I mean, stuff. I, I'll <laughs> say this. As a 14, 15-year-old, I liked all the like shared characters showing up in other attractions. Yeah, I did. Yes, yeah. I like that. And then I like eventually... that Br- Professor Brainerd won the Inventor of the Year he award the, in the past. Inventor of the Year That's the award. only thing I like about any of this. I, I, I don't hate the third version as much as some people where they put a bunch of figments back in. Yeah. Because there's at least mm. a bunch of figments. But if I look at it in the context of like, oh, and this replaces, this. oh, I despise it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. The fact yeah. that you went on it because we didn't go on it when we were down there a couple months ago. Oh yeah. I don't think I do would. It. I don't think I want to go on this new one ever again. Figment or no figment. Oh. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. But you you're gotta right. keep it a lot because if you don't go, it's dead. It's oh, like all right, it no won't be the same. But we got to make a movie mm-hmm. because no one goes there. And that's it the has only to way. Well, doesn't. As of, you know, development things come and go. The last anybody heard about any of this, Seth Rogen and his company right. had the rights to a figment thing. I have zero clue. Maybe somebody listening knows where that's at or if it's already not, yeah. not happening. But that's like, okay, well, there's a name that would, you know, uh, do something cool with it, pr- probably. Yeah. A question, I've, I've seen the question of, like, figment, maybe there's hope for more figment. Is Dreamfinder dead is Dreamfinder gone forever? Because I don't know. I think they can recontextualize, well, like, and you could do him with you could do Figment with new animation. It doesn't feel like culturally here in the 2020s that we're after like, why hello there? Well, we've <laughs> but ta- I want it. That's all I want. Me too. <laughs> we've talked about though the comic a couple years ago that they put out with hot dream, hot young Dreamfinder, Dude, and it starts series. in 1901, yeah. right? The, Something the, like, like that. It's, I don't know. I'm not saying we have to use that canon, but I'm just saying if look, I'll take like hot young Dreamfinder if that's the right. option on the table. Yeah, right. we- I I think also too people always like you know fantasize of like well they should rebuild 
Horizons. They should rebuild it, and it's like that's never gonna happen. I don't but, know. That, but Horizons is a whole other building. This they have. Well, that's it's what the vehicle. It's, it's, it's no. Weird. That's why I was gonna say it's yeah. like you could reboot this. Yeah, this hasn't changed much in function like in in grand schematics mm-hmm. i mean it's changed certainly and image works taken away um is just a uh dvc club lounge now i think Ooh. upstairs um so some amount of it but not as much as it used to be or, but I'm not like sure this and then this was always getting like the rumors were like Oh, it's gonna be like Phineas and Ferb meet Figment and teach about imagination or in and out. I've never heard that in it, my life. That, That's crazy. We're going the 10, 15 years ago at this point. Oof. But like um Inside Out was floated. I feel like I I've think. caught that and I've come to really like Inside Out. Yeah, it's I been like on it the too. house a lot. I would accept and and uh, Figment, there's a picture of Figment in the movie uh, uh, with uh, Bing Bong. There's a sh- there they hit a little oh, Figment sure. Easter egg. So clearly they're like there's thought about tying those things together somehow. In Toy Story 4, although I couldn't find the image, but it said- Figments in Toy Story 4? Yeah. Whoa. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Wow, wow. Pixar people seem like real parks people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's other parks references in Inside Out, too. Uh, um, He's on Mission Breakout. Figment. Oh, that's that right. Oh, yeah. You see him in the. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen him in the Guardians uh, line? Oh, yeah. He's in the. There. Yeah. 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 In he's in a cage. In like yeah, Captain Andy's speak. pals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, he's frozen. Like, is that the idea that he's frozen? I don't. What is it? He doesn't uh, move. You know, so. I don't think he is frozen because the Guardians are not frozen yeah, they're when they're in their the, things. They're, yeah. So he's probably in there. It's just he's being tortured now. He's just. He's got no air. Zapping him. Yeah. Figment is in the Guardians ride. Hurting Figment. He's hurt. Do you guys, sorry, this feels like I'm on drugs. I'm not. But Flight of the Navigator, this just came Mm. in my head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's some little critter that's on that spaceship that when you were saying that, I was like, I was picturing this little, like, it's not a dinosaur. It's like a little, like, and I just remember, like, I think I connected that to Figment. Who also, is like that. Do you know okay, what, I know there's, there's like the pole. You're not talking guy. about the robot. Are you not talking, the robot? You're talking about this. this there thing. was like a little like oh. um, this thing. Yeah. What is he? Yeah. He's a lot like Captain EO's pals oh, too. Yeah. yeah. That all kind of ties together. Anyway, sorry. What, what is his name? Just, Do we know his name? Little oh, I critters. I think we're all prepped for a little critter renaissance. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't oh, think anyone's going to object to that. Um, but do you remember that Figment is an alligator face? It's an alligator mouth with horns as a steer. Like that, I never knew until research. It's an alligator this. mouth, really? It's an alligator mouth. That yeah. that seems like one of the things where there's so many pieces in right. the set. Which, by the way, hearing Tony Baxter talk about it, there's like stuff they didn't get in there from like running out of time, running out of money. He's wow. like, I wanted this effect. Like he was still in 2015 going like, I would redo this part if I could do it again. Oh, or yeah, it's like, yeah. this would have been even better if this worked 100%. Or yeah, he's like, why did they not just update this, put in the digital age? Because all these things could have yeah. been done with current projection and not, instead of just ripping it out coldly. I really cannot find the name of this critter. It's okay. I just was like, oh, I think all the critters, like you're saying, look the same. <laughs> there is a, a real era. style of, of yeah. uh, critter. Of, of all critters. these mid 80s things. Uh, um, Goblins. We, yeah, I, I feel like we're sort of like on the way out, but do we want to shout out anything else like in the in terms of that stuff? Like the details to note uh, in this, re- anything where it's like we'd, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this or that in this oh, thread. Oh, gosh. 
uh, there's uh, well, um, like the like the so the much. song itself. Uh, um, you're yeah. saying steer. Like I didn't I didn't realize that. I guess I've I've heard that, but like yeah, he's got like a horns of a steer. Eyes, two tiny wings. Eyes, but wait, do I? Oh wait, I have his spirit. Let's just. Uh, um, let's... But but he, but uh, what a what a what fellow? What is it? Uh, but, but a lovable. But a lovable, lovable fellow. fellow. Here, let's hear it. Yeah, thank you, wings, thank you. Eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer. Uh. But a lovable fellow. <laughs> From head to tail, he's royal purple pigment, and there, voila, you've got a figment, a figment of imagination. I feel like they're trying. Not quite. I'll throw in a dash of childish delight. Look, oh, I feel like they're trying to tell you, like, yet yeah, look, he may look like he's a demon from hell, but don't worry about <laughs> it. He's friendly. He's nice. Because they're saying he's got horns of a steer, but I the lovable. Don't worry about it. Lovable. Oh, don't worry. Worried that because the, the butt is. I think. Yeah, I huh? think butt is the 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 word butt in there mm-hmm. means like yeah he's got but. horns, but don't worry. Yeah, he's good. He's fine. Right. He's not lovable a. De- he's not fellow. the devil. <laughs> this is not the devil. It's not a freak. Don't throw sodas at him. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but things do get scary. Not sure. just while I'm playing clips. I did. I have zero memory of the scary mystery part. And this is a. Yeah. This is nuts. This part. What chilling words, like shriek or killer, can spark the mind to start a thriller? Add some more sparks, like dagger, blood, and glory, and then. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Oh, my God. Killer, they say in this ride, and And blood. It's an organ, but again, it's it's not keys. It's letters. It's like a typewriter. Yeah, that's a hell of a piece. That's really cool. And then everything you pass. Figment with the blocks that change cat to bat. The Raven. There's scary animation. That's like the Tony, like, Claude Coates influence. Which oh, he was the one so I think Snow I'm White saying, scary. This, but like Snow White Scary oh, Adventure, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like when you're up going up the hill on Splash Mountain, you're like, it's scary. It's like scary. he's making sure he's got a little little piece in there that's scary, because that is the fun I think of being a kid and conquering something that feels scary. And then you're out. And then you're out. Yeah. And then it feels like you account like it. It really feels like you did something there. <laughs> like you really went through something. If there was a little period of like extreme uncomfortableness. Sure. Why are the bats there at the end of the pirates? I always was like, why are you there? At the pirates ride? <laughs> yeah, at the end of the pirates. Like, those are bats, I'm right? about the bats, wait. Well, I'm just thinking about the, when, your point, like the like surviving something. I was like, yeah, but then it, the ride's over. Like, I guess you get a little, like... Well, pirates out. has a weird... You're talking about Disneyland pirates. Yeah. Pirates has kind of a weird, like, lingering part after the scariest part. Right. Because like, it's like... space outro. Because, yeah, the whole thing's on fire. The pirates have... Of like destroyed the town, and then you're, you're like you're getting in the middle of a gunfight, but it still feels like you're going so slow, right? And you're going up. It just feels like you're really easing back into reality versus like, yeah, oh my god, sense. we got out. So like, there's like scary elements after the town has been burned down, but <laughs> I feel like they didn't. Well, is it, what's the is it the uh, Paris one that like the drop is at the end? I think oh, right. so. Yeah, because yeah. like they, they correct Tony, yeah. they corrected w- corrected quote unquote <laughs> like the problem mm. in the sense that like well the end should probably be the drop. Yeah. But this one wasn't scary until just they were. All, I think that's the middle of the ride. 
Yeah. Yeah, this know. wasn't like the climax. Yeah. Yeah. No. And um, then this is where it goes to him like in a little dressing room mm-hmm. in a Tuxedo Dales. A like, brand new on show. Showmanship. <laughs> I did I did think of you. I was you you took the words out of my mouth. I'm like this must have been a Jason thing. The idea of like putting on like a little vaudeville. Putting on a show, yeah, in Epcot and especially in MGM Studios. They were like it's time to put on a show. Show must go on. Time to put on a show. Tails and top hats. Well, this is, yeah. This is like especially at that time the only part of Epcot that has any of that like razzle dazzle because yes. like because everything else is so much more like we're teaching you about things and right. concepts right. and the history and whatever it's um, really only it's like where all the sweetness co- yeah like, the thing that they ripped out especially like the 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 birth of figment moment and the whimsical yeah. machine they they took out the the only like real kid lightness in original epcot i think yeah and it's also they took like i mean the ride's still there but like they took out and i forget i'm gonna put this in the in the like shittiest way because i can't remember exactly what people were saying but they're like all the other things we were trying to teach people about we also wanted to have something that said like well this is like imaginations where all of that stuff comes from Mm. like the imagination pavilion is where we kind of try to explain to people that we cannot have any inventions without somebody coming up with something in a creative way. Mm. So then you gut that, and then the whole thing is kind of lost because you get like the engine of it is gone. It's They're, like yeah. it sucks. Kind of like cynical '90s, like sarcasmy. <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> for that like really unpleasant like era that we talk about, where it was like, yeah, there's oh, this is out of date ten years later. Yeah, <laughs> so. and it's like obviously those the rides aren't there the only spaceship earth is there so i guess it doesn't matter anymore but at the time it's like oh yeah that's kind of like lesson number one for explaining how like somebody comes up with an idea or somebody comes up with inventions and stuff and learns about science whatever they have a they have a theory they have an idea and now that's all gone that's done (laughs) so it's like the it's like the park has never truly if this are we calling this the heart of epcot center especially after it hasn't had its heart since 1998 yes that's what i thought now i I think so too and i was just thinking like do you like figment is the logo the mascot in my head yeah of of the park but who is the mascot and would that have been a problem that Mickey was, you know, like that. There's a different mascot at Epcot than there is. Would that be? I don't. You I'm know, just they, I'm very confused why you get rid of someone so likable and loved. They well, tried yeah. to make them all live together. You can find art of like here's Mickey and Minnie and Figment all yeah. as equals oh. hanging out, and then you wouldn't buy mouse ears right. at the at Epcot. You would buy a Figment hat, whereas yeah. his, his, his like. Mm-hmm. Beak is the brim. Yeah. Those are cool as hell. I'd, I'd like yeah. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's interesting. Uh, when Epcot opened, it opened with such uh, confidence and a mission statement. And I feel like it encountered what is now a very modern problem, which is like, it's not making money hand over fist immediately. <laughs> like, it's not making like Avengers Endgame opening weekend, you know, midnight preview. Like, it so quickly they seemed like they got very insecure at Epcot. I mean, you have the living seas, but how quickly do you, like, all right, put a bunch of Sega games and Barbie in there. (laughs) 
For these stupid children. (laughs) These children are stupid, but we need their money. (laughs) And then Figment's like, everyone's, you know, imagining. (laughs) It's working. Children are smart. (laughs) The only only thing in their defense is that Epcot did cost a ton of money, and it didn't didn't do well at all. And the rest of the company was right before Eisner. Uh, like and and the movies aren't good. That's a real part of the magic too. Looking at like these nice little figment animated pieces, yeah, that are from '83. A totally dark time for the company where the animated films aren't good and the feature other than like Tron is cool. Everything like it's it's a yeah. weird grim time and then through it all like the one the beacon of of light is figment. Yeah. Yes, and he's still like. They're still trying to have their cake and eat it too, because like all the popcorn buckets they sell, and right. people go nuts for it. Yeah, and the they just had like debuted a new character spot where you take photos with them, and people going nuts for it. Like, and he keeps falling. Has he stopped falling down? I, I mean, those uh, were so. There funny. was a famous <laughs> fall. <laughs> like, it's been more than once. Did it have more than once? Yeah, I, I, I don't know think the, they got. They, they work on the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not meant to be tall. It's weird. He's, he's really not. tall. He remind you know a part of me last night going like, where do I think it also? I was like Jeffrey, Toys R Us. I was like there was a little bit of Jeffrey in or yes. vice versa, right? We've yeah. never done that episode. We never talked about Jeffrey. Oh, shit. we have not oh, talked oh, about file Jeffrey. that one. Right <laughs> that is, we need right that. Now. Yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> in the there's a restored like ride through and like all around pavilion, and they get some of Walk Around Dreamfinder and Puppet Figment. And there's a he's doing a really funny bit where Figment keeps knocking kids' hats off. Like he just keeps biting onto the hat uh. and throwing it away. <laughs> and everyone's having so much fun. Um, wow. one day we haven't said Ron Schneider. Who was the one was, in the park? Uh, yeah, Walk Around Dreamfinder. Right. For a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh uh who had to so he's do he's doing the walk around and doing the puppeting and they who did not figment would not talk. That was one confusing thing when about he was that. out. And yeah, they didn't yeah. do a ventriloquist thing. There was some specific calculation of why. Um, that's maybe the they, only bad thing about that. There's a great clip of in the Today Show of Brian Gumble talking to Dreamfinder and Figment, and it is weird that Figment's not saying anything. Yeah, because mm. Brian's just like, oh well, what do you do? Oh, you have imagination here. Well, what about your friend here? He also says he's my he's my right hand man, and he's on his left. And I was like, <laughs> I guess he forgot they had to move over for the camera. That's either that's an so oversight sad. or a great joke. Yeah, that that, really that's am. yeah, that's they a need good to point. Yeah, a little little more clearly, if they really want to get people excited, I feel like if like the, right, this is a figment costume, but like bringing back the puppeted. Dream well, yes. they have the small things. They do like Baby Groot and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, that is the ultimate. If he's just a smaller, like little puppet character, and you go up next to a table, and they're doing like Zootopia stuff. Like, have you seen that thing they wheeled out on stage for Zootopia? The where, like they have a like random? character. I don't know if it's a puppet though. There's a character that can kind of climb up. It's a free oh, roaming animatronic. Yeah. Oh it's really wild. Now, I don't know if they're going to put the money into Figment for that, but still, I'm th- they have little things you can take pictures you with, is what I'm parkour. saying. do parkour. I want Figment. <laughs> I would love Figment to do parkour. <laughs> they should have like a spot, too, like uh, Mickey's a magician, and you go in and you meet him in his dressing room before the show. Like, wow, I would love that. You know, I just thought, you know, I think Dreamcatcher and Figment are just Walt and Mickey. Like, I know that they had said, like, Dream... Finder had like Walt inspiration. Um, it's impossible for any character there not to, but I'm like, oh, it's that relationship that it's like. 
I don't know. Yeah, it, the creator and the his sure. creation. Yeah, who's like really, he's got the spirit and There's the childlike that. wonder. And and then yeah, if we could bring it back, all it takes is as long as they're making money. I hate we hate the reality of that. Yeah, but it's like if that's not making money, they have to get rid of it, and that really <sighs> bums me out. What do we? What do they do? Is there a way to keep Dreamfinder and not have to meld it into Inside Out? Uh, like no. <laughs> You think? I mean, there's the way the company is. I will is. accept an Inside Out thing. I like Inside Out. I think the spirit I, I does right. combine with Figment decently. I'm not against that, but I would miss at least just have. Can Dreamfinder be outside? He doesn't need. To, I don't yeah. need the flying machine back. I know that's hard to do, mm-hmm. but yeah. can he be outside? And then if Figment needs to go meet anger and sadness <laughs> in the ride, that's okay. I like them. Yeah. But yeah. They should they should pony up for the real cast like they didn't do for the movie, but that would be for the nice. sequel, Dreamfinder yeah. and Figment send Bing Bong to hell. Like, thank you. <laughs> Not every idea is a good idea. <laughs> You've been outgrown. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an idea: fire. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they don't do more like photo op stuff that's like a little bit more like elevated, like a Halloween Horror Nights maze. Just like mm. give me like a little rainbow tunnel. That leads to uh, just a kind of a dream, whatever catcher, whatever the name of his vehicle is, with a guy yeah, and a puppet. Yeah. Like I just like that doesn't feel like it would cost more than I'm going to say fifty grand. I don't know what it mm, technically costs to build cost. anything, yeah. but add a damn hashtag above dream. Uh, you know, like uh, have a, just do the dumb wings that people would get their picture. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that, yeah. Like, you would be, I don't know. That just the, it makes me so sad knowing there's so much unused space in there. Yes, yeah, yeah that yeah. is a big just empty box that pavilion. Yeah, yes, that still looks as good as it did. It just like I, it's not. It hasn't been decimated like think? other Epcot things. Just oh, they're so. It's breaking Dreamfinder and the original Figment's heart that they have yes. not oh, no. imagined what. I don't know. They just we gotta. We, we betrayed gotta them. We betrayed, betrayed what them. they taught us. Right. I know. We gotta bring them back. <sighs> Fuck. This is like fiftieth on the list of things they need. They that they're like on the internal list. No, I bet no. of stuff Disney needs to do. This is so far down the list. It's just yeah. making me sad about it. Yeah. I feel don't like they they keep it. They'll do these D twenty threes. They were. It's like they're trying to hurt our feelings. They're yes. going, They'll say at the like, and it makes us think about what's going to happen tomorrow and then they tell us nothing about Tomorrowland and then like we did it just took six a little bit of imagination right never goes nothing. nuts yes what? and then they're like well we got a new character like <laughs> suit there's a new suit we bought for figment and you're like but w- no we wanted to ride right yeah what? they know what that's that's the twisted thing about all of this is mm. they know exactly what that crowd wants and then they will they will give them the just the littlest crumb and the people there are excited and they want to be excited because it's fun to be in a, a big room like that with talking about something you like. Everybody but then, freaks out about the crumb. Everybody lines up for six hours for a film. Scott, I've bucket. been in these rooms and you get worked up in a lather by these charismatic, handsome people that do these, these, presentations, do these presentations. And yes, you want to cheer for things that people say on stage, even if after the fact you come out of a haze and you're like, wait a minute, that wasn't... <laughs> What was that? Oh, we got a suit. There's a new suit for Figment. That wasn't a ride. So, like, you want to be... They're, they're having fun in the moment, but, yes, it's if you're watching uh, on a live stream, you go, oh, fuck. This sucks. Come on. Yeah, you weren't there. God yeah, yeah. It. I don't... Derek, do you... Are you then cynical about the idea? Do you think this is just going to... Will they just operate this cruddy version of the ride, or will they close it, or do you hold on to any hope of the possibility that they 
they they fix what's wrong. I always have hope, and I think it's always who is running the company at the time. And all I can say is that we should pray for the next one in line grew up when we did. Oh, totally. interesting. Like, That's I really think that would point. be the way it's going to happen. Unfortunately, it's like yeah. someone else has this. A lot of people have the same nostalgia we do. Just hopefully the next one in line is like, yeah. This is why it's important for things to age down and for not for all of our leaders and uh, cultural mm. leaders and big figures to all be uh, 70 years old and older. Yeah. We need so that we <laughs> just get somebody of a couple generations down who knows it's important no. to bring back figment. No, it's always got to be very old politicians. Bob Iger's got to come back to Disney. John Stewart's got to come back to Daily Show. Everything old is new again. Yeah. <laughs> old is the What new about new. Jason yeah. being the CEO of Disney? Oh. Oh Jason for CEO. Start peeling out the floorboards, huh? You know? <laughs> Start How long? Oh, you you want to make some money? Well, let's sell some of this copper wire in the walls. We don't need all this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> How many activist investors would be coming at you? In the first six months of your tenure, oh well, how many Nelson well, Peltz's will be coming Peltz. in? Nelson <laughs> I wondered when you'd show up. You're here. dressed as the dream finder in a boardroom <laughs> meeting. <laughs> it's my CEO suit. Oh, hello you. there. <laughs> Would you like a generic seltzer? We've gotten off name brands here. Buy in bulk at Costco. We put the money back into the bar. Jason is the cheapest CEO Disney ever had. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we have to save a dollar. Don't you understand? Do you want imagination? back or do you not <laughs> you're on this stage I've got to do a shift in the park <laughs> I am, I'm helping out I'm being Dreamfinder and the figment puppet <laughs> I, there's just humans on the ride acting now no robots yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper you see and I'm flying southwest I walk the walk and talk the talk oh. until the boys build me a dream machine to fly where yeah, I yeah. need to be I'll go in a plane. But look, hey, don't lose don't lose hope in imagination, Scott. Dreamfinder and Figment when one should hold on to it. You're it's right. True. You're right. Mm, and beautiful. it's and that's probably the easiest for, for Derek to remember because you get to see you get to see our pal every day if you want yeah. to. And I I have you been inspired by him? Do you think do you look in those yellow eyes and feel like <laughs> conjure dreams? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm also defending the question. So what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's either well, amen. Is that's our whole lives as theme park fans, isn't it? <laughs> no, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that thing that it, like yeah. He inspires me. I'm so, you know. Also was thinking like when we're talking about figment, I get in my head a lot of going like, all right. So we saw that at a specific age. There is something at Epcot right now that is hitting that same age for someone you know and so that's what i really hope for is that if it's not figment there's something there that's hitting childhood imagination to like that that is so educational and crucial to people like us that you're you you kind of know about it but i don't i don't feel like it's embraced of like what what did you just say like the worst thing you can ever hear as an adult or a child is like where do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, My imagination yeah. and creativity is sometimes looked down upon. You know, sure. and I think that for any 
enjoyment in like a conservative world of like, hey, look at these things that can happen if you use your brain and not just like, you know, or I should say using your heart over your brain. I just I just think there's so much to Figma and more than we know why we like it that it mm-hmm. like allowed us to feel like, oh, to be creative and to yeah, to be accepted. I think there's a lot, yeah, like I think, or maybe it's Tim Burton who's talking about kids, I've said this before on the show, where kids, like second graders or first graders will say something like, I'm not good at drawing, mm-hmm. which in hindsight, I remember the kids would always say that in school, oh, I'm not good at drawing, you're like, wait a minute, those are first graders, of course you're not good at drawing, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You're like, like there's already a roadblock wow. for certain kids as far as arts are concerned, Yeah. and it is probably pretty important to have things, because if they're not getting a support from family or whatever, it's good to have some things in the world like that, where you're like, you just be creative, There's no, you don't have to be self-conscious about it, right. but I remember that all the time, because like, I like to draw, and I was okay at it, and then kids would be like, oh, you're good at drawing, I'm not, and I remember being like, yes, that's correct, I am good and you're not, <laughs> but but like not in a weird way, I just remember yeah. like, well, obviously like I'm the one who's good at drawing, but we're in second or third grade, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. there should be good or bad. And yeah. I wasn't that good at drawing, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. in hindsight, you're sure. like, oh, bizar- that's, that is bizarre. Wow. That is a really weird roadblock that yeah. kids have in their mind. I'm sure it's about any creative thing, mm-hmm. music or whatever. Wow. So we got to tap into the spirit. I mean, it makes me, now I'm like, how can I reflect this into into my kid? Sure. Just help, like, watch it, like, let him just, because, boy, yeah, you see it every day. There's, there's this, there's this uh, imaginative spirit that is so strong that doesn't mm-hmm. have confines yeah. on it yet. And, uh yeah, it's good. I'm not going to use that mean voice like you use, Derek. To say, what do you? What you, you come up with that? That's Wait, what, what mean voice? You say no, the you, way your character. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. You you portrayed a person who was like judgmental of creativity. Oh, right, you come right. up no, with no, that? No, no. Yeah. But I also think taking your son on the ride yeah. would be good for both of you because that's what he's going to remember. Sure, and, yeah. and it so will got. change your feeling on not liking it because. He's going to see something that you didn't, you know, and be like, oh, wow, I like when Figment did that, you know? Yeah, it's true. Well, you got to get, if you can't have the perfect Figment, you got to go with the Figment you have. I <laughs> completely agree. And then when he's, you know, 16, 17, you sit him down, and you have the talk, and you say, you know that, that ride you like? The ride is not as good as it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> I know and you I'm like it. Beautiful I'm message. Yeah. I, have to show, I have to show you the Sapruder film of the old ride, yeah. and you'll never get to experience this. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the talk. <laughs> we'll gear up for it. That's but this the big is, talk. It is, it is so nice to just deal with the good times and, t- uh, and everything you you everything broader you tied it into, Derek, is wonderful. And I'm, I'm very happy to say, Derek Waters, you survived podcast the ride i'm so excited man i want the i want the shirt to have you the photo that you can't offer a shirt the photo you can't buy we should i thought we should do like a if we we need to like set up the photo booth or something i know Um, so much stuff we should have done in the last (laughs) you guys are making the best content that's all you have to do don't worry Mm. thank you thank you thank you thank you that's so nice uh you've made a lot of wonderful content yourself let's exit Mm -hmm. to the gift shop is there anything you'd like to plug Oh, just this show. I'm good. I mean, I yeah, no, I don't have anything to plug yet. Hopefully soon, just pitching shows. Oh, yeah, on the way. Yeah, it's and hoping yeah, yeah. To, that uh, creative, the imagination has been yes, wandering. And, uh, Got a couple sparks. Got a goddamn bonfire going on over here. Hey, <laughs> well, <yeah>. yeah. <laughs> well, well, actually not the fire, just a bunch of sparks. <laughs> but but, that's, but we know what now what light. that turns into. One that's going to light. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Well, can't wait for the, the fruits of the, for it to become the bonfire. Uh, uh, and as for Thank us, you. Uh, you could find us on the social 
socials at Podcast The Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store for three bonus episodes every month. Check out Podcast The Ride, The Second Gate, or get one more bonus episode on our VIP tier, Club Three. You'll find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. And Derek, hey, when you go home tonight, just uh if you see Figment, just say say uh, Mike Scott and Jason say hi. I will. Mm-hmm. And then you guys come over and tell me if he smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.